today's show, as always, sponsored by LivasaIslandApparel.com. For gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LivasaIslandApparel.com. Welcome everyone to the Balinesian Podcast NFL Draft episode. Draft week is upon us. Here we are, sponsored by Levasa Island Apparel. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave. www.levasaislandapparel.com. I am Lance Falitongo. Oh, what's popping on Forest Lola? And I am Mike. I've been here like three weeks in a row now. So Mike's I- in here. Am I Balinesian? Yeah. <laughs> Mike Balinesian? We'll get you like a Balinesian server address. No, we don't even have one of those. Lance at Balinesian.net. Real quick, before we go into football, how was your guys' 420? Ooh. I'm still celebrating. <laughs> I celebrate 420 all the time. Uh, yeah, man, I, was, I, I went into work. Um, I got off. I left off. Came home, celebrated with uh, my girl, just smoked and chilled. Baby was down and super chill night. Edibles. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. That sounds, yeah. I ordered um, two medium pizzas, uh, some wings, and some loaded tops from Domino's, which was amazing. Thin crust, by the way, with white sauce. Amazing. Celebrating flavor. Yeah. I. I was chilling, you know, uh, definitely smoking. You know, it's like every day. So I was, like, <laughs> I was like, how can I change this to where I'm like celebrating something? So um, one of my cousins, I don't know how, but he has like these manufacturer, like it looked like come out of a factory, mushroom chocolates. Like, oh, well, they do have. Yeah, they do have right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is legit. Right. And like. Yeah. Is 15 pieces on it? Yeah, it does. I'm like, is this bullshit? (laughs) Y'all lying to me. But uh, like, there's 15 pieces. I ate five. I was geeked for like eight hours. Oh, damn. You outside? Yeah, as much as I could be. And then I was like, you know, playing Warzone. Like, you like really feel like you're there. Like, I was like, like you really (laughs) dropped in? Yeah, I got PTSD now, dog. What's the <laughs> apply for re- some veteran benefits? What's the retail on one of those bars? Uh, I think about twenty bucks. And it's is it only um, sold in certain states? I like I said, I'm not sure where this was manufactured, but mm-hmm. like the label's good, the wrapping looks legit. But I could tell it's kind of like a homemade kind of deal. Oh, yeah, no, they have a couple of different ones. I know Paul brought and then. So yeah, in the baggy. I need to make some tea. It was full. (laughs) It was full. You did the you did the testing. I mean, hey, I love shrooms. They like it like reveals like they say weed reveals you to yourself. Mm -hmm. Shrooms does that like times ten. Like you really are like, dang. (laughs) I I never taken shrooms. I've always wanted to and to like just sit at the park like on shrooms. That's what I did. And just let the wind uh, rush over me. Yeah. I was at Mount Tabor. Oh, okay. (laughs) Nice little hilly area. Nice nature. Okay, yeah. Do shrooms. Um, (laughs) I mean, no, I definitely need to. It's been way overdue. I've had like 
a jar of shrooms in my kitchen for a year. It's probably bad. You guys, you guys have heard the stoned ape theory, right? Like that's that's how we fucking came to thought. Like a, a monkey found a bunch of mushrooms, started <laughs> popping them, and then he's like, "Oh my god, I am a person." <laughs> and then we evolved. See, yeah, so cannabis at the marijuana Ooh. evolution. Boom! Send me back to being a monkey. You like just sit at the park and be like, uh. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> on some of that uh, ayahuasca. Yeah, you know, I know down like all the homeless, they'd be on that vibe too, pooping in their hand and throwing it. <laughs> I don't think they need shoes for that. <laughs> yeah, it's all natural. The uh, the New York Jets have acquired their quarterback from the finally, Packers today. Finally, in a finally, trade that took forever. Um, Aaron Rodgers to New York. The Jets receive what thirty nine year old quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the 15th overall pick and a fifth rounder and yep. the Packers receive the 13th overall pick a second round pick this year a sixth round pick next year or this year and then next year they have a second rounder that could be a first rounder if Aaron Rodgers plays 65 percent of the snaps at quarterback for the Jets which is the plan right so yeah. You get a really small flip of 15 and 13. You get a swap for five and six. And the Packers are giving up Aaron Rodgers, if I'm reading this right, for a second rounder this year and a first rounder next year. That That's what the details I'll break down to. What I think guys... the Packers, Packers are winning right now. That's a great deal for them. Yeah, yeah. To get a first round pick. I mean, people were saying, you know, they should get multiple first round picks, but – yeah, Aaron Rodgers at this stage, and they didn't have like a whole bunch of um, I don't know, negotiation ability. What is that? Leverage. Leverage. Um, so the Packers knew they had to trade Rodgers, so they end up getting a, a second round pick and a first round pick next year, provided he plays 65% of the snaps. I do think that is, is good for the Packers because they already have a quarterback ready to plug in and play, and they're going to be able to use um, – some of these picks to kind of retool and, and get their offense going again. What do you guys, do you guys think the, the Packers both think the Packers won this one? I think they won now. But we have to wait to see. Because Aaron Rodgers, as old as he is, and I don't believe he's worth that stuff, but he's a really good quarterback. He may be really good for New York. I think we'll have to see who won, depending on how he does during the season. Because like you said, that second round or that first round pick they're expecting could really just be like a second round pick, which is still good. But I mean, if, unless uh, he gets hurt, he's going right. to play, you know, right. more than two thirds of the snap. Once, once Aaron Rodgers gets to 66% of the games played, if their record is good enough, Zach Wilson will be going in for the rest of the second year <laughs> for that 33%, just so they don't have to get rid of their first. But uh, honestly, the Packers, like it's good for them because they just got to dump that horrible contract <laughs> there's like 55 million dollars due to him this year they can't afford Did, that oh that's right aaron Rodgers had crazy goat quarterback money 55 million yeah like that's wild <laughs> yeah that's funny that the maybe the uh the jets like all year if they have a big lead late they just put zach wilson in for the fourth and so yeah, they, that would that be cool like, though, because they Aaron Rodgers two games early. Right, you get to preserve Aaron Rodgers for the whole season. 
But again, okay, also, so I guess, yeah. I, I, I see Jordan Love play like half of a game and be decent. So I don't know. We'll see. How long did Aaron Rodgers wait behind Brett Favre before he got before Brett Favre went to the Jets? <laughs> right. Yeah, I think about the same amount of time, like three yeah, or four about, years. Yeah, about that. And, and now Jordan Love is – I mean, that's got to be part of the Packers thinking too is, you know, they've been through this before. As unprecedented, quote-unquote, this this is, they were the last ones to have this situation where a GOAT quarterback was getting traded to uh, the New York Jets, and they had a young guy that they drafted super highly ready to take over. I think, um, I think it depends on how Jordan Love does. Like yeah. the Jets definitely needed a quarterback – um, so to give up a second and a first round next year, and you're hoping next year's first rounder is in the 30s, right? It's because you're supposedly ready for a deep playoff run. Um, what they say. It's not that that big uh, a trade away to get somebody like Rodgers, which is supposed to be a plug-and-play, high-caliber quarterback. But I told you guys this in the chat. I, I thought Aaron Rodgers was supposed to fall off uh, in his ability like three years ago. And then he started turning in MVP seasons again. Like he's does he does Aaron Rodgers still got it? Is this trade worth it? I mean, if you're off a of potentially off off a of potential of what he can do with the guys that he has in New York, yeah, of course. Like because you just said everything uh, that needs to be said because he's everybody was waiting for him to fall off, but he still produced MVP seasons. I don't know if they were true MVP seasons, but but he did produce MVP seasons. No Super Bowls, just to throw that out. Yeah, just one, right? <laughs> he only has that one, like one out of 20 seasons. That's not very right. good, but so I mean, he, he doesn't win one. any. <laughs> right, that's true. Yeah, Dan Henry Marino. Russ, same, same fucking thing. And Dan Marino. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers, I think he still has it in him. Like, what, they were 9-8 and eight last year, and who was he throwing to? Like, Watson was his number one receiver last year, the rookie. Um, so they have a lot of... They had good rookies last year for the Jets. So I think that Aaron Rodgers comes in, you know, is that like figurehead. Cause I mean, Joe Flacco was there last year. So I'm sure he was like a leader in the locker room. Yeah, was but, Joe Flacco still in the league? That's crazy. Yeah, he was starting right? games. Did he start? I didn't know that. I wasn't paying attention to it. To Joe, to, to Joe Flacco? <laughs> to, the Jets, to the Jets. To the Jets. Oh, when Zach Wilson, uh, when Zach Wilson was injured and Joe Flacco had to take over, like their skill players started contributing in fantasy. Right. Like, was it like their Mike guys White? started What's actually scoring points. Mike White, yeah, yeah he was Mike tight White. too. He get Where's, lit up. <laughs> Mike White's what in Atlanta now? Where yeah, I think go? so. He went somewhere. Yeah. Mike White got a a pass. Well, but the Jets, they're gonna have a lot of weapons. Uh, I think he actually went to the Dolphins. Okay. Yeah. Probably to be two is back up because they're like just in case we need someone competent to get back in here. Conscious. <laughs> so someone that is awake and can play quarterback. <laughs> yeah. But they get back Tuck up. your yeah, chin. That. Or just just fall down. <laughs> you know, just like Maybe can... like just put his head in like a bubble. Like as soon as he starts flying down, just yeah, like an just, inflatable. Right. Yeah. Just, just do like Ryan Garcia. Take the knee, my guy. Yeah. Take Ryan, the knee. We want, yeah, we want the best for Tua. And it really is just not slamming his head 
and yeah. messing up his neck. But he's going to play until his son recognizes that he's playing football. That's that's his. I'm going to play until at least my son knows what's going on. I was like, oh, what if your son well, you doesn't even like football? <laughs> that's going to suck. What if your son recognizes? You're not going to oh, remember your son. Like, right? <laughs> your son's going to recognize you. You won't recognize your son. <laughs> yeah, exactly. who, who, who is this kid? Your son's yeah. going to be playing uh, cornhole or something. But you, you also brought up that good point. Like, no one's telling Demar Hamlin never to play football again. But I do think, cooking. I do think those. I mean, two totally different. One of them died. One of them uh, is like taking uppercuts to the back of his brain. Um, I mean, it was a freak accident for for um, the dude the from Mar- the Bills. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, he got hit in his chest, and like yeah. that's where you get hit every time, right? <laughs> so, so I, I mean, like more, more know, likely to happen he, again. It should be safer because it was something like. It had to be like the perfect timing to get yeah. hit at that perfect spot. So unless somebody really doesn't like you in the world, you know, I don't think it's gonna happen again at that like the, the way it happened. Yeah. But Tua Tua gets hit all the time. It's a head injury. He doesn't even have to get hit in football. He can be and this is no joke. He could be walking around the house and something falls and hits him on the head from a shelf. That could do him in. Yeah, you hit know? the cabinet. Right, something. So I mean, we love to watch you play on Sundays too, but We'd also like to see you, you know, I mean, out doing some other stuff. You're really charismatic. Go follow The Rock, my guy. Go be an actor. Oh, two of the actor. Yeah. Maybe Super charismatic. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. So the Dolphins don't even have a draft pick because of that, like, they were. The Tom Brady whole thing. Right. Oh, we're gonna, yeah. We're going to mock. We're going to mock these first seven picks, but the Dolphins have to forfeit their first round draft pick this year because of player tampering where they tried to uh, sign Tom Brady um, and Tom Brady was going to finagle his way into being a front office person. And then the head coach or playing actually, and then the quarterback fucking Jackie moon. So he was going to style. Yeah. He was going to get some ownership (laughs) and then he was going to also leave the Buccaneers to be the Dolphins quarterback, but they did it in like a totally back channel way that was found out about. And uh, they were eventually fined a lot of money was, I don't know, 1.5. I don't know how much they were fined, but they were fined their first round draft pick. Um, So there are only 31 picks in the first round of this draft, which is Thursday, April 27th, coming up, uh, it is draft week. Yeah, so we're going to get into those um, draft picks now. Yes, sir. 2023 NFL draft, the Carolina Panthers traded up with the Chicago Bears for the number one overall draft pick. At the time that trade happened, the reports were that it was for C.J. Stroud, Ohio State quarterback. Now the overwhelming favorite is Alabama's Bryce Young at minus minus two thousand. Bryce Young is a W. <laughs> what is that? Bryce Young is a W and didn't do well on some tests. Oh, oh yeah, C.J. Stroud on the S two. Oh C.J. Stroud, yeah, yeah. I uh, I was listening to the Pat McAfee show today. And they had the guy who created those tests on his show today. Mm-hmm. And 
Uh, he said that the reason that he said, I'm not going to say any names, but somebody did bad. So everyone was just assuming it was CJ Stroud. <laughs> they gave him the test at midnight. <laughs> so they oh. were like, they're like, here, dog, you got to take this. And he right? was like, That's why? <laughs> like, what the hell? He's like, you want this is going to be used by the teams. Uh, but I guess he took it again midnight? and did a lot better the second time. Um, what do you yeah. want to expect? Yeah, I guess Will <laughs> Will Will Levis has been Vegas odds have him projected to go number two now. Yeah, the guy that we thought was going to be the fourth, maybe fourth quarterback taken, um, is now the favorite. Um, better odds than not to be the second overall pick. And do we think that's going to be the Texans, or do we think another team is going to trade up? Um, I want to I want to talk a little bit more about Bryce Young. Do you guys watch Bryce Young at Alabama? I don't really watch college football like that. Is he that guy? He's that guy. He's worth the number I, one pick. Trading I watched up him all since those? high school. Was it like two? They won the championship twice or once under Bryce. I think you got two Jeez. national championships. But okay, I've I've seen the kids since high school. He stepped in. You've at, seen uh, him not grow since uh, high school. Boxing. He's a little taller now. He's like two inches taller. But so uh, what has grown is his his skills, man. Bro, this kid's accurate. Nice. He can make throws. He can make all the throws, uh, despite his size. And he's I'm a, some guys are winners. You know what I mean? Just automatically. And that's what Bryce Young was since till now to his uh, to draft day. So I I would never count the kid out, man. He's good. Okay. He only lost twice in college. Had had two, two games. Four, fourth. He lost four, four times. Four, four, yeah. Yeah. Two two in twenty twenty one and two in twenty twenty two. And he went seven and zero oh in twenty twenty when the season was shortened, canceled, whatever. I mean, so he, yeah, he he's a dog. No, he is. He, I, I think he would have. Uh, it would have been tool for him if they were in the same class. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so better than Tua. I think so. Who is better I mean, than Jalen Hurts, who's the highest-paid player in the NFL right now. Taulia left Alabama because he didn't want to lose that competition. Oh, to Bryce Young. Right. No, he went to Maryland, okay. where he had a really great career. Because he's you – know, good luck to him because his name's in the draft this year, too, I think. Oh, so, nice. I yeah, I think Taulia's in. was in. About to be a tight end. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good quarterback. Excuse me. But um, yeah, Bryce, Bryce Young was everything Tua was at Alabama without end of injuries. Nice. Like yeah. his career passing rating is one sixty five. Like that's oh, crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I can't even do that on Madden. But uh, <laughs> yeah, for real, he's good. He's got the goods. I mean, as a quarterback, I won't even lie. I, I'd be concerned too because he's literally five ten. So that's yeah. Stay six foot, but you know that's no, two no. two inches in cleats. Yeah, yeah no, two yeah. inches even in that, cleats, though. leaning forward on your toes. Hey, Russell yeah. Wilson did it for a little bit. Also, if you look at his, I mean, he's also outside of the pocket when he does his best business. So, so does uh uh Bryce uh Bryce Young, but he can play in the pocket as well. He makes things happen. I'm saying he's okay. So the problem that people had with him is that he's small. Size. And in a game where, you know, it's size, strength, speed, is his size going to cause him 
to take injuries. Like we've seen a lot of other smaller quarterbacks who have dealt with injuries. I mean, especially if they start trying to run, you talk about Tua, you talk about Kyler Murray, um, smaller quarterbacks that can run tend to get hit. And when they do get hit, a lot of times they, it, it looks like they, they get injured. Right. But you're saying that he doesn't have an injury history. He's got like, one shoulder problem that kept him out of like I think two games. Um, but also he's played in the SEC. He's taken a lot of hits, and at a smaller size because they wanted him to be at the combine at least between like two oh six two ten. I think he showed up at like two twelve or something like the combine. I think he's just over two hundred or like yeah. like just over do. six foot and just over two hundred just so, to like hit those marks. Like they give oh, him yeah. a big ass yeah. steak dinner. For breakfast and lunch, they're like hold it in, yeah, you know. But he's he's been taking hits all four years in the uh, SEC. So, I mean, if he hasn't, knock on wood, if you have some. But the kid, the kid's been playing, man. He's taking the hits. I think he's going to be really good at the NFL level. Playing quarterback at a high level, winning championships, processing, making the throws, the type of throws. Bryce Young's the real deal. Yeah, I think so. So All definitely right. deserving of that number one pick. Is, do you think I, that he fits with what the Panthers are trying to do? I think the Panthers are a fresh slate right now. Like yeah, they, with new coaches, new everything. So he can come inside, and right now it's not too late to implement. Like, your whole offense doesn't have to go around him right now, but if you want to simplify things, then you just build a small package for him. You know, basically you're still going to mm-hmm. be – I think, like, last year they were, they were a pretty good running team. They do not have – one of their better runners, uh, Foreman. I think yeah. Foreman's in Atlanta or somewhere. Yeah, I believe so too. Dante. They got Chuba. Yeah, but they still have Hubbard. Um, they signed another back. So, I mean, they're still going to be a little run heavy, which also is fine with the Bryce Young in there. Yeah, but, rookie quarterbacks. If you can right. run and take that pressure right. off of them, I'm sure you're going to want to get him outside of the pocket. You know what I mean? More than not. You know, making those plays just on the run, on the roll. Yeah, I see. I see it kind of like uh, Trevor Lawrence's first year with the Jaguars. They didn't have mm. much out there, but they knew that they needed a really good quarterback to build around. So, even if you don't have anything, if your first piece is just a quarterback, you know, is going to be around for more than one contract. Right. I think right. that's a a step in the right direction, especially for the Panthers who have been. I guess since Cam Newton left, right? Like they haven't had who the Baker Mayfield was Baker the, Mayfield. Who are their Sam quarterbacks? Darnold. They've kind of been in like that no man's land of uh, PJ Walker. Yeah, damn, PJ Walker. Yeah, I mean? like starting Yeah, um, not not starting not starting caliber quarterbacks. They had what's his name? That was with the Commanders when uh Rivera went down there. What was his name? Derek Anderson? No. Younger, but uh, when Rivera went down there, Kyle Allen, sorry, so that Kyle Allen who did pretty good. For oh, that, yeah, 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 he for in short stint, but yeah, like you said, nothing, nothing permanent or nothing they wanted to build around. At least, I think Rivera wanted to build around Kyle Allen, but then uh, Carolina didn't want to build around Rivera, so. yeah, but then <laughs> he wanted to build around Kyle Allen, but then Kyle Allen would throw two interceptions every game. Right. Uh, yeah, it just wasn't that guy. So the Panthers are going to get a franchise quarterback. 
And this it's like a not only a good player, but seems like a good team. Generational a good talent. Dude. Also, like a good leader too. Like someone oh, that for sure. can uh inspire uh his teammates. Um so the Panthers minus two thousand is a lot. Two twenty to one, like you gotta put down two thousand dollars to win a hundred. That's that's pretty much a lock as far as Vegas odds are concerned here. Um so number two. The Houston Texans. I got a pick swap. I got a pick swap. <laughs> you got them trading oh, down. Go ahead. Go ahead. What you got? What you got? I think either the Raiders. Ooh, Raiders oh, make a okay. move. Uh, I know they just signed Jimmy, but like we discussed previously, that is not the long term solution. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Will Levis. I think he got an arm. Uh, Raiders love fast receivers. So if you have that guy who can just fucking throw it up there, make the receiver go get it, then I think that helps. So I have the Raiders trading up to two. And it, it's it, – I don't know. I don't really like C.J. Stroud that much. But I fi- I figured they would, if they do trade up, they'll take either C.J. Stroud or Will Levis. What do you think, Forrest? I know you're a Raider fan. Um, I don't think they're going to trade up because they're not in a rush right now to um... – You don't want them to trade up. I don't mind because I mean either way, like you said, they're gonna get a quarterback. They get a if it's CJ Stroud, I like CJ Stroud. I, he did pretty good at Ohio State. CJ Stroud likes the Raiders. He does. He does. He's a fan. Well, yeah. maybe not like a Raider fan, but he's like. But I mean, if you are also gonna fall into that hype, then you can watch the video where um, who is it that was talking to CJ Stroud from the Panthers, and they were talking about playing one on one. Josh McCown, quarterback coach for the Panthers, and he was like, "Well, don't worry, we'll play when you come over. We'll get you know, we'll find a place for me and you to play." Yeah. So, uh, I don't think the Raiders. I feel like he saw a camera right there, and he was like, "I'm gonna say some shit right now." (laughs) Some shit housery. Hey man, yeah, basketball course is like, oh yeah, right over here, and he was like, okay, yeah. Uh, and he like kind of leans, like kind of faces towards the camera a little bit. He's like, all right, when you when you move to Charlotte, you know, when you live in Charlotte, but yeah. See, that's how I, that's exactly what I'm talking about. These guys, you know, smoke screens. But uh, uh, yeah, I think that I, was a smoke screen too. I don't, I don't think the Raiders uh, trade up because they still, like you said, they have Garoppolo. He's not the long term, but you also have uh, Caleb Williams coming out next year. Drew uh, Drake uh, May. Uh, there's actually the quarterback class next year that is going to be really good. So, I mean, they could ride out with Garoppolo, which is why I don't think they'll trade up because they, they can be patient a little bit. And like you said, uh, Mike, they have uh, they don't have any receivers that Will Levis can just throw it down the field with. Minus Adams. I mean, he's – see, Adams is a position. Like he's a just – yeah, he's just really good. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just like open. His, his route running is elite, like – if you watch him make moves, I wish him, I wish Renfro had the same freedom as uh, yeah, Devontae to, to make those moves. But um, they don't, yeah, they don't have, like, if they had rugs, I'd say all day long, if they still had rugs. The speed demon. Right. Because that fool was fast and he proved it. Literally. Said, yeah. Yeah. Too fast. I heard Jalen Carter moved up the Raiders board after his uh, speed racer <laughs> incident. Man, moved down. <laughs> Jalen Carter going top ten, only only visiting with teams in the top ten. That yeah, is uh, yeah. what Georgia uh, defensive tackle, yeah, from Georgia. Um, but like the rate, like I said, I think uh, McDaniel's is want to build a team, but they don't want to have to 
They want to do a lot. Yeah, they don't and, want to mortgage their future. Right. And if they do that, do it's, right it's, it's going to be really high priced for that second pick. I think the Texans go with Will Anderson because he's safe and they're still rebuilding. So I think if uh, you can make Will Anderson the cornerstone of your defense in the trenches, if, if it's not, if, if you're going to pick somebody in the trenches who's really good, if it's not an offensive tackle, Will Anderson is by far uh, the best defensive player in the draft offense. So my issue with taking Will Anderson is that you have to play Davis Mills at quarterback that year. True, true. And hey, long neck of the law. He got it, dog. <laughs> bro, Davis Mills is the one that cost him the number one pick by winning that last game of the season. Man, that was and, the coach, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. He called right. the play. Yeah. For, he no, said, no. Will Levis stuck in there, threw a touchdown, and then they went for two, and he <laughs> converted he said, that also. Flash your nuts, boy. <laughs> like, we don't need the number one pick. I'm here. Um, but <laughs> with, at that number two pick where the Texans are currently, I do feel like they're a big time trade down candidate just because I, I've heard that they want Bryce Young. They would be they were super yeah, happy yeah. when the Panthers were projected to CJ take C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young would fall to the number two pick. Um, but if Bryce Young goes first, Will Levis is the favorite here at number two um, and the Texans need a quarterback better than davis mills so they could they could end up with will levis being the quarterback in houston and i I really think that kind of that's the cj stroud being the number one pick after the panthers traded up kind of i feel like turned things upside down where we were like oh well right after the draft anthony richardson was a possible number one and then Right, CJ Stroud is going to be the number one, and now Bryce Young is going to be the number one. <clears throat> Will Levis has just got those the tools and the frame and the you know the look of what a traditional big armed quarterback is. Um, yeah, and I think that's going to be uh, who the Texans end up taking. I think they're going to take Will Levis. Like they're going to be stuck not wanting to trade down too far. I mean, they they would have the twelfth pick, the thirteenth pick, also. Yes, yes. I think if if Levis goes second, it could be to them, but I think most likely it'd be uh, a combination of both, like you said, Mike, a trade down. Uh, I think they do it with the Colts, and I think the Colts take Will Levis in too. Oh, the Colts trading up for four. Yeah, because they don't like C.J. Stroud or Anthony Richardson either. Yeah. I mean, they said Ursa really likes Anthony Richardson, but I mean, I'm saying these. The, the, there's so many different ways that this draft could go just after this pick. Like right. depending on what the Texans do here, right. it's gonna a lot of dominoes are gonna fall a certain way where teams are gonna be either like, oh, nice, a defensive player is mm-hmm. falling down, you know, towards us. Or they're going to be like, oh, damn, we got jumped, and now all the good quarterbacks are taken. So now we have to trade down. Some other people are going to trade up. Some, Where does this change the the value for other positions, like, you know, edge, defenders, uh, cornerbacks, receivers? It's going to be super exciting, and that's really kind of – seeing players go off of the team's draft boards and messing up other teams' decisions and you only getting a certain amount of minutes to make your decision, that's kind of where the the drama of draft night uh, comes down. 
too. I, I think top five is going to be the hardest because you want to you want to pick for need, but you also want to pick best player available. And then after five, I think like six through ten, literally you're you're better off going best player available. Yeah, because those t- those first five selections, you think like the top five players in this six hundred player pool to to declare for the draft or whatever the number is, uh, those top five could be phenoms, man. It could yeah. be the next Deion yeah. Sanders. It could be the next right. Peyton Manning. It could be the next Josh Allen. You it could like, also be the next Zach Wilson or Mitchell yeah. Trubisky, right? Or exactly. or yeah, or Cleveland Farrell. So. Yeah. Oh, it's referral. it's very hard. Like you have to get this pick right or you're fired probably. <laughs> right, Pretty but much. it's like each pick isn't um just like whoever's uh if every team picked at number 3, they might have different picks. It's like it's it's not just a universal oh this person should go here, this person should go here. That depending on a team's need and their roster and their the way they play, it could be a totally different person that makes everything go crazy. And people can fall. Like certain players have fallen. Like Aaron Rodgers, what did he fall to? Like 23 or something? After yeah, being like one of the best quarterbacks in that draft class? He was probably a dick like he is now. <laughs> they heard about the <clears throat> the drinks. He was the ayahuasca. He's probably right. doing it from a super young age. I'm sure. So, I mean, yeah, depending on what the Texans do, it could go a whole uh, bunch of ways. Let's let's, uh, move to pick number three. For the Arizona Cardinals have been a trade-down candidate, man, since since the beginning of, uh, of draft season. What do you guys think the Arizona Cardinals should or could do at number three? No, I okay. I have them. I don't know. I just want some interesting things that happen. So I have them trading down with the Eagles. Um, Ooh. Maybe get because I think the Eagles are in a win now. Like we don't have they don't have time to wait for not this season, the next season. Because, you know, these windows are so small. Like you're trying to maximize right. that Jalen Hurts contract. So. What did they lost their bet one of their best defensive tackles, Hargrave, to the Niners? So that they're definitely if they're gonna go back or make a deep run, they need to fill that spot. And I don't know if that person, maybe Jalen Carter's mm-hmm. available at 10. But they I also have uh, last year's first pick though that plays D line from Georgia. Oh, Jordan yeah, right. Davis. Right. <clears throat> so if you can and get he, Jordan I, Davis and yeah, his he, Georgia he teammate. <laughs> yeah. I'm, That'd be cool too, but um, I think they would trade back because uh, none of the receivers are um, worthy of that third pick. I think so. If you can trade back into like the early teens and pick up uh, the Jigba Smith, is that his name? The receiver from Ohio State. Jigba. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, who is I this? It, the the Cardinals. Yeah, because I mean, they lose Hopkins after this season. Who else do they have to catch one? You know, so they should just look for all the shortest more. linemen. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would do. So just get a bunch of fucking seen. five nine linemen. You know, they got the center of gravity's low. Just <laughs> why he doesn't stay behind his linemen anyway. Room. That's because he can't see. <laughs> He's got to get around him so he can see where to throw the ball. Little jumpies, like <sighs> yeah. But I think I think they help him 
uh, and take a, a, a wide receiver after they go back. Maybe like they can get Maybe like DeAndre into 14, Hopkins 15. is included in that trade. Right. And that's their leverage having DeAndre Hopkins because, oh. and they would be able to trade back and get more picks, you know what I mean? And still be able to, uh, you know, Jacob Smith from Ohio State, who's probably, I think, is still the best receiver in the uh, draft this year. So not only should the Cardinals trade down, but they could also get a really good wide receiver to uh, help Carla Murray out. Yeah. Yeah. The, I think the Cardinals could trade down. It's always a bigger question of who's going to, who are they going to trade right. down to? And who wants to move up? How much they're willing to give up? So um, it could be the Colts uh, who want to just keep other teams from sniping the quarterback they want. The Raiders um, are also rumored to want that pick. Right. The Raiders, right. Uh, the Lions are at number six. I think they have multiple picks um, in the first. They have at least two in the first two rounds. Uh, but the Lions, maybe uh, some defenders go early and they want to take, you know, Will Levis or CJ Stroud or Anthony Carter. Um, or uh, Anthony Richardson. Right. Uh, maybe, you know, a bunch of teams, a bunch of different teams could trade up here uh, for the Cardinals. Um, but, yeah, that's what we think is going to happen. The Cardinals are going to trade out and also uh, pick up a wide receiver. I think in the what if, what if they stay there and pick a defender? Like, is it crazy yeah, to I, think that they would take Jalen Carter or? Uh, I think Will Anderson because Will Anderson. they're losing. Uh, they'll be losing um, J.J. Watt to retirement. So somebody off the edge, maybe. Oh, here's no. another thing about the Texans. Their quarterback. I mean, their their head coach, D'Amico Ryan's was the former defensive coordinator for yeah. the 49ers. Defensive uh, guy. Is there a chance that he could trade for Trey Lance? Like I just saw it, a report that one hour ago, John Schneider, Trey Lance is not for sale. Stop asking. <laughs> right. He also said that it's a lot of smoke. Everybody's talking about how people are calling about it. Like he said, we oh. had like maybe two teams call, you know, about a trade. So, I don't know. It's hard to trade for him. So much potential, but you can trade for a guy who hasn't really played a whole season at all. I didn't mean, even play he, that much quarterback his whole life. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. He played, played like, like one season Three, four years of football total. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but like, if you think, if you're a coach in that organization and you were just like, oh, he's just, you know, has been injured. It's just not the right time. He just hasn't had the opportunity to get, you know, consistent play and production. I feel like you could talk yourself into trading for Trey Lance. And, you know, what do they have? The, the Texans have the 33rd pick. Would you give up your second round pick for Trey Lance? Oh, and then sure. use your first and use your two first rounders to retool, you know, whatever else. Yeah. But also, if you're going to draft a quarterback or trade for a quarterback like Trey Lance, might as well just drop Anthony Richardson for cheaper. Yeah. Oh. The Niners' first pick is round three. Number ninety nine. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We were talking about their first round or their first pick was gonna be in the fifth round because they traded their second, third, and fourth for Christian McCaffrey. For Christian McCaffrey, but they had so many players and coaches leave and get jobs at other places that they got seven compensatory picks, and three of them are in the the end of the third round at numbers ninety nine, one hundred and one, and one hundred and two. 
Right. So you Which go are from really, not picking really until picks. the fifth round until it, and giving you three in the third and yeah. then possibly trading away your quarterback you don't want for an even higher one or maybe packaging some of those? Shit. Ooh, well, the Brock Purdy might not be moves. ready to go. Come, oh, damn, that's right. Because they don't know. Like When he was asked about it, he's like, I have no idea. And usually that's kind of concerning, like mm-hmm. five months away from the start of the season. Um, so, like, do you trust Sam Darnold to carry the load until Brock Purdy is good to go? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think Sam Darnold and Trey Lance – are that much different in what they'd give you a win wise, their production would be totally different on the field, right? You'd have to play two different game plans, but your chances of winning are about the same. I think with Sam Darnold and Trey Lance, you just have to play differently. I don't know. I don't think Purdy is either. You don't think Purdy's him? No. Fuck no, man. I could have made those plays, man. Their whole offense is designed to be easy AF. Like I'd say he probably made like eight, like really skillful plays all season, but everything else is just hint, one, two, three, hint, right over the middle. Right. Debo, Kittle, Kittle, just Debo. Super open, uh, talented receivers. Yeah, like they Shanahan schemes to to have at least three people open every play. Right. Me and personally, if... I'm scared to be a quarterback for the Niners. Anyone in that backfield, quarterback, running back, fuck that. They don't give a fuck about they don't give a fuck about you. They'll just like, all right, run it up the middle, break your leg. <laughs> Next time, all right, go for it. All right. Who they lose? They lost to uh, McGlinchey. Yeah. On the line. Yes. Yeah. So that's gonna and be per- interesting. Pretty being injured like in the playoff game, like right away, that bothers me. Like, I need you to be tougher, man. And I know, you know, some people just aren't built like that. Like maybe he's not built to take those hits, but I need you to step up in the pocket when you only have when you when George Kittle is blocking the right. best defender on the Eagles, right. I need you to step up, dog. Like just do something, man. One step forward, and yeah. you don't get hit like that. Just but I mean, he's a rookie, so I guess that that comes with the experience. He's a he's a rookie that was taken in the seventh round, the final pick of the draft. That is making peanuts. Nine hundred thousand $800,000 a year. Bro, you're making less than a million dollars to play football, to play professional football in the National Football League. Uh, that's crazy. I think just having, you know, it, even if Brock Purdy's potential or current uh, production is only, mm-hmm. you know, 80% of what Trey Lance was supposed to be, what you bought him for with the third overall pick, that's still worth it because you end up starting having to pay Trey Lance a bunch. And if you could just move off of Trey Lance and go with this competent seventh round quarterback, that could be real big um, in being able to spread that money around to contracts uh, in other parts of your team in need. So, I mean, I think Trey Lance is, I know I it's a lot of talk and it's draft week, so it's probably a lot of smoke, but I think Trey, Trey but Niners would not mind if Trey Lance was not on their roster anymore. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But I just need to see more of Brock Purdy. The only way I think that that happens is if they trade him to Baltimore for Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Ooh. And then Brock Purdy is definitely the backup. Yeah. <laughs> he better. Well, he better. <laughs> Yo, Trey Lance, uh, Trey Lance and some picks for Lamar Jackson. Wait, it would have to be two first-round picks. Probably. <laughs> yeah, for, so like – but then – I mean, the thing is, the Lamar Jackson doesn't really fit into Shanahan's system. I don't think 
don't think he can make those easy over the over the middle field throws. I think he can, but I don't think he wants to. He wants to fuck him. I'm out. I'm out, boy. I yeah, I think he wish like he would be confused if his receiver was super wide open because he'd be the best receivers he would ever have. He's like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. They only gave him tight ends in Baltimore. They're like, here, just throw it to Mar- Mark Andrews if he's ever one on one. Just try to oh, get it on his shoulder or something. But they never gave him, him uh, like a big uh, wide receiver. Hopefully, he gets to throw to OBJ this year. <laughs> hey, Lamar Jackson did not look too hyped in that club when they were welcoming uh, OBJ <laughs> and Lamar. He was like, uh, "Fuck this." This is hey, this, like 2023, Odell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope uh, I hope good things for Lamar, but I feel like he's gonna have to play on that uh, franchise tag this year for the Ravens. Right. You know, I don't like, I don't like how. What is the okay? So this is the reason, right, that they Lamar Jackson can't get paid because it's a business. But I swear the NFL is supposed to be a nonprofit. <laughs> so why the fuck? What? The NFL is a nonprofit organization, but it's always about the business, which doesn't make sense to me. Like, wait, how is the NFL a nonprofit? Bro, I don't know how it is, but it is. It's a finesse. <laughs> it's the ultimate finesse. Wait, are they like signed up as a 501c3 kind of deal? Yeah. There's no way. It's a billion dollar corporation. Maybe yeah, they have I, a nonprofit like NFL Cares or something. Wait, oh, in is the that eyes of the IRS, it is a nonprofit. Oh my god! <laughs> See, that's why it's it's kind of dumb. Like, are we a business or are we a nonprofit? <laughs> I I feel like it's a business. I it mean, is. and they definitely treat it like a business when they it's like a scam. So they don't have to pay as much taxes or something. I'm sure that's like some tax shit where they're like, oh, look, we spent so much money this year on building and ticket prices and all this stuff. And it's we're actually operating at a loss. Six billion billions of dollars. <laughs> the commanders are going to sell for six to seven billion dollars. Like. It's, it's money. It's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a money ass league. They're definitely. And that's how uh, stuff goes around. Is that money? Follow the money. That's my favorite quote ever. <laughs> Follow the money. Uh, what pick are we on? The Colts? The Colts at number four need a quarterback. Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, Phillip Rivers? No, nah, none of that. Get a quarterback. Who's left? We had Bryce Young go. Texans could be whatever. The Cardinals are going to trade down. It, I mean, they could have C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis here, or a defender. But I think uh, I think they're at a good position to draft whatever quarterbacks left. It's not too much pressure to draft like, you know, what I mean, uh, CJ Stroud first or pick between Bryce Young and CJ Stroud or like mess up and go potential on. Uh, what's yeah, Richardson? Yeah. So I think they're in a really good spot to pick the best available quarterback yeah. they think is there. Plus someone who's going to fit their system. They don't have to think too hard about it. I mean, but even if quarterbacks go one, two, three, they're still going to get, you know, one of those top four guys. Yeah. Right. I imagine it'll be Will Levis or I think so. uh, Richardson. One of those two will be available. I think so. And yeah, you just got to go with whatever, whatever's on the board. 
uh, because let's be real, they there's I think they they need more help. Like the defense, they'll solve that that problem later. I think not this not yet. A, I mean, yeah, they need to. I mean, Jim Irsay, the owner for the Colts, is like, well, him and the GM are still talking about Andrew Luck retiring and they're recovering from that. I'm like, <laughs> that happened like ten years ago. <laughs> hey, come on, man, figure something out. Um, right. So, taking a quarterback top four, even if they don't trade up or flip spots with the three or the two, um, they're still going to get either Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, or Anthony Richardson. They can't do any worse than that, unless they totally scout it wrong and try to like pick a different quarterback. Yeah, and I think um, be- but we think it's going to be quarterback because definitely they want to build around a quarterback. Yeah. All right. Uh, number five, the Seattle Seahawks, Seahawks on the go. clock. Uh, the favorite, uh, according to VegasInsider.com, uh, is Will Anderson, and that's the edge rusher. What Alabama? Where's he from? Yes, Alabama. sir. Alabama. Alabama. How does this? Uh, how does the Seahawks fan feel about taking Will Anderson fifth overall? We need either him, whatever the best defensive lineman anywhere on that line, inside or outside. Uh, we were like bottom five in yards per game in the rush last year, averaging like 150 a game. We need somebody right there. We need a generational player or somebody that could be that. Um, I don't know. I don't really like, I was high on Jalen Carter before, but I don't know if he would fit into like the culture of Seattle, you know, because I know like Richard Sherman has said that the culture in Seattle and like how Pete Carroll runs his team is very similar to the college way. And I I don't know what that means exactly, but uh, it sounded like a negative thing when he was saying it. So (laughs) uh, it's like the coach expects you to play hard just because he's the coach and it's not like a profession, not like a job. Took him off the Adderall or something. I don't know. Said the college way. It's more like the college. I mean, I can see. I, I, I've heard that before. But, yeah, also, I'm like, what exactly does that mean? I assume that it means, like, some college rah-rah coach. Like, the way he was at um, USC, where he was just, like, a player's coach. But, I mean, people love Pete Carroll. Is that not – do the players love – their coach in Seattle? Oh, or yeah. Or is it more like quiet quitting? Like it's a job. Um, I've everyone I know, I, f- I feel like actually Seattle's a little 50 50. Some, some people like when they traded Russ, they were calling for his job and shit. Uh, but I knew I was like, I trust Pete. I trust John Snyder. They work very well together. And like we've drafted well over the years. Like, we didn't have any picks in 2013, 14, 15, 17, or 21. Uh, and like the 13 through 15, that was like our Super Bowl window. Like, so we didn't have any picks for that. Um, and yeah, I think I wouldn't be surprised if we actually trade one of our picks. That's a very Seahawk thing to do. Um, so depending, like if if all the players that we would want have taken at 20 are gone, maybe we flip that for something else. Oh, because the Seahawks also have the 20th pick. 
Yeah, right. You're talking about trading back um, from the 20 spot. Would they trade back from five? I don't think so. We haven't had a top 10 pick. Well, last year we had a top 10 pick thanks to the Broncos. Um, But before that, we hadn't had one since 2010. So I think that we take advantage, especially with our defense, is literally dog shit. Like, if our defense was decent last year, we might win the division. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it was – the defensive line is our biggest hole, so Seahawks should look to fill that first and foremost. Will Anderson or Jalen Carter, but preferably Will what Anderson. What about the one from T- TCU, too? Oh, yeah. What, Tyree? Oh, from Texas Tech. Yeah. Tyree Wilson. Yeah. So Okay, so this is another name that I've just started hearing recently enter that discussion as a top five pick. Is he just as good as Will Anderson on the edge, or is there something that uh, differentiates him but still makes him worthy of a uh, – He's a different uh, player. He's a different – you can probably, I think he's more athletic. He, he can slide – he's bigger, so you might be able to get away with putting him in the middle sometimes. But you know, he doesn't have as much uh, – as they say um, – what is it? When, uh, he doesn't have as much twitch as Will Anderson. But he's a big guy. And he gets to. Uh, he's pretty good, I think. But I think, uh, like Mike said, the D line, uh, preferably D tackle, because they're losing Bruno Ford as well this year. Uh, mm-hmm. But he won't be there. He was a big part of that D line. Yeah, and big out woods. Yep. So they could also go corner and uh, take uh, Witherspoon. So yeah, it, it yeah, yeah. I think he fits their their scheme because he's super physical. He's he's a big corner. Um, I think man skills for him, he's probably the best man corner uh, in the draft. But Yeah, him or the one from Oregon, Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, he's so nice uh, I think it's going to be defense. And I think if any team in the top five takes a chance on Jalen Carter, I think it's going to be Seattle. Yep. Yeah, I don't, yeah, these other teams are either going to trade out. <clears throat> I mean, it is possible that Jalen Carter goes to the Texans or the Cardinals who don't right. yeah. you know, necessarily have to take a quarterback. Because we can listen to all this smoke that people are talking about, but we definitely don't know what each team – like, these teams have people that are going out there and putting out some of this garbage you know, on purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – it really is anybody's guess. Even uh, Young going first still is. I mean, Vegas can it's make all the odds they sure. want. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, Vegas yeah. can make all the odds they want. But if it, if if you aren't LeBron James or you know, <laughs> you, know you don't mean? have like, a crystal ball. If you're not LeBron James, how do you right. know? How do you I know the know. future if you're not LeBron? That's that's a sure <laughs> pick. Everybody knew that was a sure pick. Oh, okay. Oh, you meant the player. <laughs> no, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Oh That's man, me. these <laughs> LeBron <Yeah>. James. <laughs> He's like, I knew, I knew, he, I knew Kobe was going to score eighty-one that day. That day, yeah, I seen that one. The, the Seahawks, yeah. man. So the Seahawks, there's no chance the Seahawks take a quarterback. Maybe, it, maybe Anthony two Richardson is if not picked up by twenty. I say pull the trigger. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I take him at twenty. For sure but at twenty. Top five. 
No fucking way. <laughs> you, that would not be good for the team. But that's okay. Hell but no. Sam Bryce questions. Young is if Bryce Young slips to five. Yeah, I think we have to pass. Oh, okay. Or maybe if if somebody below five is like fiending for a quarterback, uh, then maybe we trade out of it. Uh, I can see that happening, but if we're not going to get the defensive player, then yeah, we should trade that pick. Yeah, for if something crazy does happen and a bunch of defensive players, maybe all three defensive players go, you know, in the top four. Where you're talking about uh, Jalen Carter, um, Tyree Wilson, Tyree Wilson, and then Will Anderson, along with maybe Bryce Young, number one overall, and then the Seahawks are sitting there at five with the choice of, you know, any of these quarterbacks, but also the defensive players that they wanted at number five were taken. Maybe you know some other team yeah. traded up or whatever. So now they have, you know, maybe not a need at quarterback. Uh, immediately at number five, but they can definitely sell that to somebody else, still move back, pick up some other pieces, and a bunch of really good picks. Um, or fucking draft them and then trade them immediately. <laughs> oh, NBA style? Yeah, low-key, high-key. But you're you're saying defensive player, fix the line, and definitely not a quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks at the number five pick. Yeah, I think the five is locked in. The 20 pick is what I'm most interested in because – like we need a center. There's some good. There's a good center coming out. We need a safety eventually. I think because uh, I feel like Jamal Adams, he's about to he's about to be like that in between position, like safety linebacker kind of deal. Because okay. that dude can't catch for shit. I Sub swear. Linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> Just get him close to the line and tackling and not around the ball. Not trying to yeah. intercept. <laughs> Yo, we really. We haven't had really the have Jets no Jamal Adams, bro. Maybe throwing it right at him, hit off his face mask. I've seen that three times. I'm like, take the but face he mask the out. Play. He made the play. <laughs> Pass defended by Jamal Adams' face mask. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, I think that there's a lot of ways they could go, but as for as for, as for number five, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to be defense. All right, Pete Carroll gets his defender at five. Number six pick, the Detroit Lions. The knee biters, Motor City. Well, they Dan need a Campbell. receiver for the first six games. <laughs> Just had uh, Jameson Williams, Williams. Williams. Uh, suspended for betting at an NFL facility. Not uh, even on NFL though. It was just right, right. So there were a bunch of there were a bunch of players that were suspended uh, this week. Uh, some of them like, for oh. a year, and then immediately released by their teams. Um, and then Williams and another uh, teammate were only suspended six games uh, because they they did Are legal important. sports betting, <laughs> but they did it at an NFL practice facility, which I guess there are rules for. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, that's some weird. Like y'all didn't learn from Calvin gambling. Ridley. Y'all yeah, didn't they, learn. The gambling, the player uh, stories, I feel, are always going to be with us now that sports gambling is a thing. Uh, but I'm sure they'll tweak the suspensions down eventually because, you know, you but should I mean, be able to do whatever else is doing. Don't you yeah, have yeah, someone in your camp to go make the bets for you? What's wrong with you? I mean, that... <laughs> 
It's not the same thrill, man, as looking at yeah, your phone, sure. watching those check marks go on your oh, eight-leg parlay. Is it not enough thrill <laughs> enough that you might get suspended for the whole Bro, year? You already have a million dollars. I need more. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's not even for the money at that point. It's just to it feel something exciting. Well, you know what? I'll throw you a I'll throw you a crazy pick because they lost Jamal Williams. Uh DeAndre Swift isn't uh Oh, oh, I know where you're going Uh-oh. with this. Uh, yeah, John Robinson, I think. At, uh, hey. at six, he goes at six. So, this really means that they don't they don't believe in DeAndre Swift. He's been injured so much. I mean, if you watch, like, if you're able to watch uh, Hard Knocks, they were saying all the right things about him, like, because he showed up in some of these games. Like, he 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 played. He He's also fast as fuck. No, he is. He's Swift. He was, Swift. He was. <laughs> He was on one of my fantasy teams, and when he does play, he always averaged like fourteen points. That's pretty. I mean, that's that's pretty decent for. I mean, if you're going just by fantasy standards, mm-hmm. that's decent. But then you also had Jamal Williams, who was there and eventually took Vulture. the starting spot. Right, because, t- touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 20, 20 touchdowns. And he uh, he had games of over hundred. <laughs> All from the one yard line. I think if you draft Bijan Robinson, you get the both of those guys only better in one running back. Nice. Okay, I think that's a good pick. And I know people talk about how the value. I know, Lance, the value of running backs isn't yeah. as high. But I, <laughs> if if you talk about like uh, Michael saying generational talent at running back, this guy is that generational talent. So, I think I think they take him at six. What is a like a NFL uh, comp uh, at running back for Bajan Robinson? What's his like, what does this play style remind you of? Like, who? That's tough because he's twitchy, man. He's he's really good at changing direction, but he's also very fast. Uh, he can take some hits. I mean, he'd probably be like a smaller uh, – what was my man's name in Minnesota? Adrian Peterson. Alvin Cook? Adrian Peterson. Oh. Ooh, AD? Yeah. Oh. I think so. And, man, while we're talking about that, we Dalvin Cook, I'm sorry, man. You did all that. For Minnesota, not trying to trade you sucks. Business sucks. But anyways, it's a yes. nonprofit. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think Bijan Robinson. I think he'd be a great pick for them too, with the way they're uh, filling out that O line as well. Imagine mm. running behind Ben A. Mm. Yeah, for real. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. Just holes so, for days, man. Right. They, you know, they get him. They can wait for uh, Jameson to come back. Uh, who else do they have at receiver? They got Marvin Jones back. Amon St. Raw. Amon Raw St. Brown. He's yeah. nasty. Yeah, Your whole he's, family's he's nasty. The better of the St. Brown brothers. Right. Equimenius. Equimenius. Right. <laughs> right. I'm like, right. you got named after an Outcast album. <laughs> <laughs> Egyptian gods. Hey, man, that's Ra. my friend. He's my friend. He went to Notre Dame. Stop. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. my bad. <laughs> I forgot the other, they have a younger brother whose name is weird as shit, too. And the yeah. sister, I think. And their dad's name is John. John Brown. <laughs> John it's Brown. not even Saint Brown, it's yeah, Brown. He added Saint. <laughs> Why'd you add the Saint? Because it's going to look good on a jersey someday. That man yeah. had the vision. He's okay. LeVar Ball of football right there. Hey, for real. Oh, hey. hey you see LeVar Ball over here with I just want, you ne- you'll never you'll never hear me ever say this ever again. This is the only time. But yo, shout out to LeVar Ball for <laughs> <going to come laughs> here. 
<laughs> I hate that guy. But I like what he's doing, man. I like he he went out to New Zealand and Australia too. And you know, reached out to places that no one really reaches out to. Not that Australia and New Zealand need it. Uh, maybe for the younger kids who don't have the money, but those two programs, uh, I will say it here and now. I don't know who's listening, but they do not belong in any of the South Pacific Games, uh, under-19 tournaments that they're in. Australia New Zealand are in the same region. Uh, when we went to play them, there's a clip right now on Ball is Life and Sports Center where the, uh, the Guam kid goes underneath this guy's legs for a screen. Like so, so they were at the same team. They were at the same tournament that American Samoa, Guam, uh, Fiji. The Fiji was there. Uh, like cap. Guam people are kind of small. I don't know why. I, I, that they well, well, they got some decent players. Like they had a that pretty decent night at that tournament. It was an under nineteen tournament though. But even their 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 senior team, they've got height. They got a couple of seven footers playing for them. Oh, uh, they got the Westy brothers who are. If I'm not mistaken, half Fiji and half Samoan who play for them. They ended up playing for Guam. And they could have played for Fiji, Apia, or American Samoan. But all three brothers, Ty Wesley. Look up Ty Wesley. Watch him play. He's nice. He's been playing in the NBL for a long time. You're saying they shouldn't be allowed to play in those tournaments? Australia and New Zealand. Because they're so much far ahead of like that region. They should not be allowed to play in those tournaments. Which region is it? What tournament? Uh, the under nineteen tournament, uh, for like that part of the world, but I think FIBA changed it so like there's smaller uh sections now, and but those two should be playing in their own like them against each other. My girls team that I took, we played Australia, we lost like, I think it was like, ninety three to like twenty five something like that. I can't remember. Damn. But when they play Guam, they don't. Who like- are the players on your team? Uh, who did I have? I had Deb. You remember Deb, huh? You, you say Deb? Deb. Deb. Yeah. Deb. Deb. yeah. Uh, oh. I had her on it. Uh, I had my point guard, Gina. Regina. Um, Tautolo. I had, um, man, why am I trying to bank? I had Farrell and Kelly on the team with us. Younger girls are a lot younger. They're they're grown now with families. I love to see it. But um, the thing, the the word was that Australia doesn't like playing American teams. So when they play them, and they can like run up the score. They oh, play Guam. The score at like I was just about quarter, to say something. Yeah, they scored the third quarter for the Guam women's game. I think it was like ninety-seven ten. They and Guam had decent players. Guam had a girl on the team, Destiny Damn. Destiny Castro, who was nice. Like, nice, nice. She but, had the 10. Yeah. But the <laughs> girls from Australia, they had, like, you know what I mean? Six, three girls running up and down the court, like, like nothing, you know, handling the ball. They're good. They're, like, uh, the world good, not just in that region good, you know? They can compete with, but. Damn. Yeah. So they should be, like, in a whole different division. I think yeah, they I, are now. I think they are oh, now. Oh, Okay. I was going to say, like, that reminded me of, like, how you're saying Australia likes to just beat up on all the island nations. Uh, when the the last, I think it was World Cup 2008 FIFA, you could pick any country in the world, right? So, of course, first opportunity, I'm like, oh, I'm going to see what's up with American Samoa. Yeah. I pick them, and then they give, like, little match facts right before the game. And they were like, 
The last time American Samoa was in a World Cup qualifier, they lost to Australia zero to thirty-one. I was yeah. like, "This is soccer, yeah. bro." Soccer. Next goal wins. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, the movie comes out. Watch it. Very inspiring movie. We have a friend who was part of that team. Shout out to Tyler Lugu, whose uh, brother also plays for the Carolina Panthers. Frankie Lugu. Hey. He was part of that team. Yeah, so. They, Yo. I mean, they they did that route thirty one zero. Then they came back and uh, beat who did they beat? They beat somebody, but they had gone through so much work. I think uh, my man who's playing in the USFL, shout out Shalom uh, Luani, played on that hey. team as well. Generals. Okay. The uh, <clears throat> there was a documentary made about that game. There was. Uh, now... I haven't watched it. It's called Next Goal Wins. Oh, uh, where they came in and trained the American Samoa team after right. that, and they're like trying to qualify for a World Cup. Uh, so qualifier. good follow up story. Good follow up story to that is they now have a live action movie, uh, directed by the one and only Taika Waititi. Uh, should be coming out on Netflix soon. I think it's starring our it. yeah our very own uh, Jaya Saidua, who oh. played on the team. Nice. I, I think she's. I think she's in it. I know she's been a big part of making the movie. So, Jai, if you're listening, shout out to you. But, yeah, that's exciting. Exciting. Next goal oh. wins by Taika Waititi. Right. So, Let's, Bro, that's crazy. What? That's yeah. crazy. That's coming out yeah. pretty soon. I yeah. think, uh, I don't know if it was on their Patreon episode, but I think uh, the Polytaken podcast was talking about that. And they couldn't pronounce Taika Waititi for a long time. But they were Are talking you... about, <laughs> they were talking about, Oh, I think Seth was uh, talking about like the players and the people they knew from that team. Oh, it's probably Tyler because Tyler, uh, yeah. all of it was Seth. Really good friends with Tyler. Tyler, man, if I could do a whole show talking about Tyler, Tyler's a really great guy. Oh my gosh, Tyler will give you the shirt off his back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If if we're in a below seven snowstorm and you don't have a shirt on, Tyler will give you his shirt. Mm-hmm. So I love Tyler to death, man. He's yeah. that guy. And then, I mean, if they're they were in the documentary, but they're uh, characters and uh, part of the story, so they're I'd imagine they're going to be kind of represented in the Taika Waititi film that they make. Yeah, uh, should be, should be. That, uh, yeah, that's the end of our Lions at number six uh, conversation. Uh, probably yeah, stretch uh, that one. <laughs> what about a quarterback? Like no, no. take over for golf. No. Man, golf no. is filthy. <laughs> I like golf, man. You think no, Jared I, Goff has I just, like the ceiling I, I think, to elevate a team like that? No. no. Or he's just I kinda... think I think they're also on the same uh wavelength as the Raiders and are if if you have to pick a quarterback next year, that would be the time to get him. You know what I mean? If you're if you're gonna go if it comes next year oh, and okay. you're still in that top of the job, then yes. Because those quarterbacks are gonna be you well worth whatever pick you have if you're in the top five. Like you won't have to think about it. Yeah. Like if you're if you're one, two, and three, I think next year, uh whatever quarterback you get, doesn't matter. I think you're gonna be really happy with it. Are the Raiders gonna be in contention for a quarterback next year? I think they're gonna play not to be. <laughs> I can't tell you definitively. I think so listen, <laughs> look, look, look the Raiders have Devontae Adams on offense. Probably the best receiver in the for how right much now. for how much and longer? is Josh Jacobs coming back? Uh he's holding out right now, but I believe he I believe he's gonna play on that tank. <laughs> you need to pay like, that man. So look, you had you had the you have the top leading rusher in the league on your offense. You have Devontae Adams, who's 
by far, I think, even if he wasn't on the Raiders, the best receiver in the NFL. You have well, you had the top two or top three tight ends in the but you don't now. So but you also got Jacoby Myers. Uh you got Garoppolo who's not bad. You got one of the best uh defensive ends out there. You got a young so you're not that bad if you look at it. You're not that bad. You just need to fill some gaps. You just need to fill some gaps. And I think uh if the Raiders want to start somewhere, uh right now, Garoppolo's a good gap right now, stop gap before you pick a quarterback. I don't need to think you need to pick one this this draft. So I think I like Christian Gonzalez because he fits their scheme. Uh, he's a big guy. He's fast. You know, if Weatherspoon's there, I think you still go Gonzalez. I like it. And there's all this chatter about how the Raiders could be able to trade back because the cornerback um, class is so strong. Like, there's no really drop-off between one and two. But there is a drop-off. So why would you drop – you know what I mean? Why would you go back when you could get one of the two top cornerbacks at seven – Instead, you want to trade back and get someone who might be as good as them because you're saying there's not that much of a drop-off. No, you get the best player available. That's what at seven. So Christian is on it, it, there will be an argument. If Jaden Carter's there, despite their troubles right now with the draft picks and them being Rudy. Because Vegas is Vegas is different. If you're a rookie out in Vegas, you know, yeah, with all yeah, that you're money. You're not allowed to own a car. Just... I, I think that should be in the contract. What? I, oh, think, oh. I, I think that should be in the contract. <laughs> oh, yeah, you shouldn't be allowed then, to own a car in Vegas. What, what, what you're learning now, also after the Henry Ruggs incident and through a lot of the friends that we have that play in the league, they say that there's a number. The league gives you a number, literally. If you're drunk somewhere, you can call that number, and the league will send a car to get you. Yeah, nice. And that's been in place for years now. So, like, that's you just being an idiot. And they had uh, you got guys who are half stupid like Nate Hobbs who realized he was drunk after he left wherever he was and got on the freeway and then parked his car on the side. I <laughs> was like, you know, what? I think I'm too drunk to drive, so he got lucky. At least he didn't get out and get ran over like Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, that's all. Oh, yeah. you hear there was some plot. Oh, Dwayne. Yeah, the family suing is suing, saying there was a plot to conspire to kill him. Yeah, he, he was drugged. He had like ketamine in his system. He had yeah. three times the alcohol limit. They're also suing the guy who hit him because his fucking tires were bald. And oh, he didn't have I'm any. Like, uh, the guy yeah, was like, uh, "There wasn't supposed to be a person out here." No, they're just, and they're suing the city because it wasn't lit up enough out there. See, I, I know it could be yeah. about money, but that right there—that's hurt. I don't know if that's about. Yeah, money. it that, seems like it's that's hurt. Like not accepting what happened, yeah. and I mean, maybe trying to recoup some of the lost wages, salary, yeah, the <laughs> wages that their family's I, not going to have anymore. Yeah. I really like Jalen Carter as a player on the field. Um, boy, yeah. can that kid play? Uh, but Raiders need a D tackle. We do, yeah, we do, especially in that uh, system that Patrick Brown is running. They need someone to be disruptive up the middle. Once that is taken care of. And then, like, Max Crosby already does enough being double teamed. He's going to eat if you guys right. get Jayla Carter. Amen. And, and that'll open it up for a lot. And then, strength strength. you know, they've, they've got some – they've they've they went, I think, the analytics route this offseason and got guys who probably on paper, if you look at some of their stats, probably work better in Patrick Graham's system, which is cool. It's, it's worked. I mean, it's really worked in baseball. Boston didn't win championships for a long time, and then all of a sudden they have, like, all these uh, championships in the last decade. 
Because um, they're cheating. Also because of analytics. Don't no, ruin my <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I think the Raiders... I like Ziegler. I don't know if what he's doing is right, but um, Lance has heard me preach it before. I believe in continuity. and There's not enough of that. In this, I, I get it. There's money involved, but there's not enough of that these days in uh, in professional sports. You see coaches get fired a year after wherever they weren't given a chance. You see quarterbacks like, I don't know what's up with Zach Wilson. Maybe he's not getting the right tutelage. Maybe he's yeah. just not that good. But and Rogers about to shit on him. What are we talking about? Like, oh, that's for sure. He's not. He's gonna hate it there hey, if he has to. Zach Wilson's gonna give Aaron Rodgers hell. He's like yeah. that annoying little brother. <laughs> Can I come? <laughs> I feel bad because you know people were like after like everybody saw the highlight, and then all of a sudden he shifted after having one good year and just shifted into the spotlight and being drafted that high. You know, number two. Right. He's still a kid. Way too high. And I know it's a professional business. As you're coming into the league, you gotta, you know, do professional things, be a grown man. But you can't forget, I man. These guys are young. You, it's your job to develop them, not only as a player, but if you want them to be the face of your team, you're gonna have to develop them as men too. Yep, agreed. Yeah. So I mean, Jalen Carter, John Morant. Please, I hope you have people in your corners right now who are far better than the people you had. Because if there's no one telling you that these things are wrong, then you know, I don't know if you're privileged. I don't know if you if you're if you're deserving enough to play in these leagues. Just because you have the talent doesn't mean you're not allowed to, you know, doesn't mean you're allowed to be an asshole. So Yeah. Don't be an asshole if you're right, listening if people, to this. If people are listening, you're like, Oh, you don't know Jalen Carter. It was one mistake. Yeah, but you're still an asshole for someone died. <laughs> you're out there racing cars. Are you, are you a you play football or are you a NASCAR driver? Hey, at least yeah. uh, Vegas is building that racetrack that's gonna go around the strip. You know, that sounds yeah. perfect for him. Hey, you need to get oh, something yeah. out of your system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I I think it's defense, and I think both those picks would be safe for us. I don't think they're gonna go quarterback because I think they can wait now that they have Garoppolo. Um. Yeah. Besides the injuries, I think Garoppolo's been a, a decent quarterback. Again, I'm not I'm not saying he's the savior for uh, Las Vegas, but I think he can get them to their next great quarterback, I think. I think it's going to be yeah. nice. Yeah. You guys just need to get to the playoffs. I think that should just be yeah, the goal. This that, that's the goal. Go to the playoffs. If we're, yeah, as a fan, Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Super Bowl. Every but as a realist, as a realist, yes. Playoffs is, is the goal for the Las Vegas Raiders this year. And I think uh, either one of those guys can help because you're more needing on the defensive side of the ball than you are on the offensive side. And you can fix that O-line through um, through free agency way better than you can through draft picks at the moment. I have to draft, yes, draft line early. But, yeah, I hope the Raiders, like, trade up, trade a bunch of draft picks away and then take the wrong player. Like I know you, know, you do. Uh, <laughs> I know you do. I, they've they've I've heard them a lot in the trade up or the even the trade down now you know depending on what happens in front of them and again that's why we like the drama of the NFL draft because I mean, the dominoes are going to fall all crazy. I also read a report that Ziggler said they are not taking quarterback definitively. Okay, the GM said no quarterbacks. You're playing with Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what. But that's also good because Jimmy. I mean, the way Jimmy Garoppolo's contract is set up, and we've talked about this 
here before. It's really only that one year, and you yeah. could cut him almost for free, you know, after next season. And whether that's uh, him returning on a kind of cheap deal to mentor your new rookie, or if that's taking a quarterback here and, you know, cutting Jimmy G when the quarterback is ready next year. But if the GM is saying no quarterback here, then, I mean, I guess we got to go with that. So it's going to be a, a defensive player there at number seven, or they'll trade back. What do you what do you want them to take Jalen Carter? Me or him? Or I want them to take the best player available. If that's Jalen Carter, then I think we should take Jalen Carter. But I also do think that they should have a plan on how to take care of Jalen Carter before he gets there. All right. Uh, Falcons and Bears are also here. Yeah, it could be whoever the Bears Eagles going O line. Oh, at number <laughs> nine too. That's. The Eagles, if the Eagles can pull off the trade that has been rumored these past couple of days for uh, Derrick Henry, if they can pull that trade off. Oh, shit. If they pull that oh, trade shit. off, it'll make the draft a lot more interesting for them. Because now they, cause running back is if they lost uh, Sanders. Yep. So um, they did lose their safety. But, I mean, I think you had it. Well, actually, they lost their top backup safety, too, to the Raiders in uh, Epps. So they lost both their safeties. Uh, what is it? Gardner Johnson? Yeah, CJ Gardner Johnson. Yeah, they lost him. Uh, they did get um, they, they got Slay. Yeah, they got Slay back. Uh, like Mike said, they lost a defensive lineman. So, but they also need someone to help Jalen uh Jalen Hurts in the backfield. You know, after signing that big contract, you're gonna want to get a running back that's gonna help him at least. At least be able to block. Right. I've also Derek Henry. Hmm. <laughs> I've I've heard Bajon Robinson to the Eagles at number ten, and the Eagles remember we're in the Super Bowl, and they're picking over here at number ten because what they got the Saints pick, yeah, and like what I don't even remember what for like it was just like a pick swap or something. I can't remember. <clears throat> I mean, whatever the Eagles GM is doing is um, well. Damn! So, so the Eagles are gonna steal two of the Titans' best players in consecutive years. That's what they were saying. That's Yo, what they were saying. To take Derrick Henry, though, what do you That's think it. that would be for a trade? Like, there's they would have to trade this tenth round, this tenth overall pick, or I don't know because those guys could also is that be too much. Looking at Derrick, I think it's too much. He's on. He's starting to be on the back end of his career. You know yeah, what I mean? he's like thirty. I think. Yeah. That's why. So I, I think they get him for. I think they. I think they can give him up for like a second round pick, maybe next year. The maybe Titans pick eleven. So they're right after. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they can also get like a later pick this year and then like maybe a second round next year. So there's a lot of things they can do in that trade. Again, they're just rumors right now, but they've actually been picking up a lot of steam the last couple of days. So what if the Eagles draft 10? If Bijan's available, draft him and trade him to the Titans for Derrick Henry. That could also get in. Yeah. Oh. Oh, so they jump in front of the Titans. I mean, they are in front so they're, of the Yeah, they're there, they're and then they take it. And then, so then, I don't know, maybe, yeah, I'm not sure how that would work. but and That would be more of a money thing for both teams, you know. So. Yeah. That'd be cool. I but Derrick Henry, oh, man, that'd be great to have, like, a fully functioning Derrick Henry on the Eagles team. That would and, like, be like, they scary. have a real solid <laughs> <It'd be so laughs> scary. Running, running back one. They, they, yeah, they already have two really, really good receivers. Their tight end is decent. Yeah. 
uh, their quarterback, Jalen Hurts. I mean, he's not the big time thrower, but he gets things done. I will say he is the best, he's the best game manager in the game. Kelsey. You know what I mean? And they Kelsey. got the center back. Got the center back, even yeah. though even though he they might, lost um what's his he name? Might, uh Malo. Yep. Yeah. Uh but and yeah, I heard Simalu, he was like, I'm the real fucking guy who's calling everything out because Kelsey will go say his shit, but then he'll say set. And then Simalu has to call out all the fucking changes yeah, after everyone he, is set. Once Kelsey goes to height the ball and the defense flips over and maybe does some other stuff. Isaac was the one that had to like call out more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I also heard that, that he's, he's not getting the, he didn't get the full credit because Jason Kelsey was so good. People were like, Oh, that's just the center being great. Right. But he also had a really good, you know, guy to guy to his right. And staying with Isaac, uh, this will probably be another season. Like when I used to watch Troy Polamalu with the Pittsburgh Steelers and I'm not a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but this year, I won't mind watching a couple of those games, watching uh, Isaac and – and um, what's his name? Well, uh, The D-lineman from your team? From the – Oh, the Braden Fajoko? Uh, him and Braden play in – I think they – I think they're going to look like they belong in those uniforms. I just think that a lot of, yeah. like, tough dudes, especially, like, Polynesians, seeing that what's-his-name was there. And they still have um, Tyson, Tyson Alualu, so – that's going to be dope. Man, just a bunch of uh, great Polynesian players in, like, pods yeah. popping up on each of these teams. Like, the Patriots are that east side. <laughs> Funny you say it. that because that's probably one of those teams I'm worried about drafting because if they can get some of the things that they need, I think they're going to be they're going to be look real nice soon. Yeah. Oh, the Mac Jones the- Pats? The New England Patriots pick no, 14. No, the Belichick Pats. <laughs> well, I'm not – yo, I'm on my Jared Jackson, on my Dylan Brooks. I'm being really disrespectful to old <laughs> legends right now. I don't, think Bill, I don't think Belichick is the same. I've heard that he's, like, not even feeling it anymore. Like, it doesn't look like it. But you know what? I the passion. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. he gets excited. But like I said, Patriots yeah. are a team that you always are like, damn, I hope they don't get, like, a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah, can yeah. turn that good guy into, like, all of a sudden, they're like in the yeah. Of the they maximize like, all right. their players' potential. Right. I <laughs> yeah. hate that, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, when I'm watching the NFL draft, I watch to see who the Chargers are going to get, and I watch to see who I hope the Raiders fail Ooh. to develop. <laughs> like, like yo, know, and it's always the Raiders always pick some good guys. I don't know if it's just the draft day tape or like the way the production happens, but when they like the Raiders select. Uh, fucking name. I mean, I'm not gonna make you name a player that failed, <laughs> but Clean it'll be Pearl. like a really good, <laughs> really talented player. And then I'm just like, I hope your career doesn't take off for like five years so on it and in a different team. I can just expect Cleveland Fur to be a super a Pro Bowl player next year. Huh? Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did we see with, making moves? He signed with Frisco, like, by the, the way. Oh, nice. Yeah, a little bit. He, he, yeah. But he, he just signed with the Frisco, so. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. from from the Eagles there at 10, let's fast forward um, to the Seahawks at 20. You've talked about possibly trading back or if, like, a quarterback falls all the way to 20, you wouldn't be opposed to taking Anthony Richardson. Yeah, or Will Levis. I, either one, I th- If either two of those are available, take yeah. them. If not, 
you know, we still have more needs on our defense. Like, get another defensive tackle, defensive lineman. We could also use, like I said, a safety, a young safety to replace one of our two safeties in the next couple years. Mm-hmm. There's some pretty um, good safeties, too, that you can get in the later later picks and later rounds. So. I feel like so far back in the first round, I don't even know who these the players are. So I'm leaning heavy on, you know, Mel Kuyper, the ESPN, like NFL draft profiles um, to compare these guys to not only their peers in this draft class, but to like past draft classes to kind of get some sort of uh, comparison to who they uh, might play out as, you know, like other players that we've seen come through. Um <clears throat> Yeah, but do do you have your eye on a certain player that would be good back there? Because I feel like the quarterbacks are going to be gone. Like, if Anthony Richardson makes it past, you know, 12, 13, 14, at some point, some team's going to trade up to to try to take him. Mark, would you, would you accept the trade for uh, that 20th pick by the Cardinals for number 34 and D. Hopkins? Ooh, damn! I I would be so down, but I don't think we can afford it. <laughs> like we were already Ooh. kind of strapped for cash when trying to figure out uh, Geno Smith's contract, and you know it was for a little less than I thought we were gonna do, so that was good. Um, but if we can afford it, do it. But I don't think the Cardinals would trade him to a division team. I mean, I if think- the, if the Cardinals had something at twenty that they wanted to get. Um, and would give you their second round pick and DeAndre Hopkins. It would have to be like a pretty big player, maybe like another wide receiver or something. Yeah, is is Hollywood Brown still over there? I th- yeah, I think he is. I think that's the one guy they're not willing to trade because they're pretty sure they're going to get rid of uh, D Hopkins. So I think Brown stays with them. Well, they I'm got- pretty sure anything goes, but that would be the one guy that's going to be hard for them to trade. Mark, what if the Hollywood Raiders Brown? traded for Hopkins? Would you be down for that? No, because I like – that's cool, but, like, that, that sounds really great. But I think with the, the Kobe Myers, uh, Adams, and Renfro, and Renfro in a, a healthy season, I think they're going to be nice already. I like that. Yeah, I feel that. What about that's, you? Would I you want... trade for the – would you trade for uh, Chargers? Who? For DeAndre Hopkins? For 21 at 21. <laughs> for the 34th and the and DeAndre Hopkins? No. I did the the Chargers. <clears throat> and we'll move to the Chargers at twenty one. Um, are slated to pick a wide receiver, but I feel like it's going to be the third, fourth, fifth wide receiver off the board at that point. Like mm. wide receivers went are are going higher and higher, um, and are getting out onto the field a lot sooner. Like they're kind of expected to. To, to play, Produce. but I, I feel you like be excited to see Jordan Addison out there in the car. Uh, yeah, oh, I, mean, I would uh, take Jordan Chargers? Addison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To say he's like the fourth best receiver. Uh, that's Yo, a that's a deal. Yeah, Addison. I, I would want I Addison hope... or Kincaid. Oh, Dalton Kincaid was at Oregon State. No, Utah. Uh, Utah. Utah. I think I prefer the. Uh... Oh, okay. I think Dalton Kincaid, and then there was the Oregon State uh, tight end. Mus- nah, Mus- Michael Mus- Meyer, bro. Yeah, none hey, of Notre Dame. 
That was a trick question. I was waiting for the fade. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I also have Michael Meyer in a uh in a Madden fantasy league where we like picked random uh where we picked teams and did a fantasy draft. Yeah. Um but we eventually put like uh, updated draft classes in. Right. And I didn't draft him, but I traded for him and the dude's a dude's a monster. Like uh I mean, I he could it. be like a really good vertical or possession threat, right? But I, I be like putting all his attribute points and blocking, and he's just running over people, bro. I don't follow my fullback; I follow Michael Meyer. Like he's, he's already like that right now, but like, yeah, I think he's like a a poor man's uh, Gronk right now. So nice. And he can I mean, that is that is the uh, the other, um possibility that the chargers take a tight end which is a position of need um but just kind of providing justin herbert with the tools the weapons uh, to really maximize his potential and uh kind of earn that big contract that he's gonna get um well i mean not earn but to you know just to get as much production out of him since we're going to be paying him a lot um is is going to be key so offensive weapons i'm hoping this is a big offensive draft for us um but i wouldn't mind uh trading back if it's just like a crazy run at wide receiver happened and there's no wide receivers left um like if we trade back and pick up uh picks for the future because this the char this chargers roster last year was supposed to be playoff bound and for a deep playoff run like it's I'll need defense let's be real you need some defensive yo, players defensive healthy. line healthy defensive like someone that can really stop the run because the same way we gave up that long run at the end of uh the 2021 season to the raiders to what like <laughs> the fucking week 18 <laughs> play in basically it was the last game of the season last game on tv What's that year that? <laughs> and really just needed to tie to get in but in charger fashion uh <laughs> gave up a big run and put the raiders in field goal position they ended up winning going to the playoffs all year last year giving up big runs slashes getting getting beat 31 uh, injuries point injuries to the like defensive backs that we have. Um, but I think if they're at full strength, we're a great defense minus the fact that we can't always stop the run or like force or impose our will. I mean, it's really it, easy for other teams to run on us. And then that kind of just fucks up the whole paying. defensive game plan. If you're picking that late, I think you guys could go and be really safe with picking Elijah Casey from uh, Pitt, the D yeah. tackle. D-tackle? Yeah. yeah, I watch a lot of college football, so I see a lot of these guys. He's yeah, really well, good. I mean, so, but that's the other thing, right? I want, like, an impact middle of the defense space eater or a, a close-to-the-line linebacker that's going to make those oh, tackles. Well, but yes, who's so. going to be available? What sort of impact player is going to be available that late? If you're looking for a space eater on the D-line, they got that Tongan kid coming out of Baylor. Uh, Shaki, I forgot his last name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's he's big. He's like 6'2", 330, but really agile. He's really good. Nice. 
Uh, you also go Drew Sanders out of Arkansas at linebacker. He's the number one uh, linebacker prospect, uh, and he's the 29th best player, according to CBS. <laughs> Those were made by a white man. <laughs> the, number, the number one linebacker is by far uh, Henry Toto. No, the other one. <laughs> no, Sewell. Uh, yeah. Sewell? Oh, man. You know, so if you're looking for someone to, to to be that guy at the line from the linebacker spot, if you can get him later, uh, no, so it would be, I think he'd be dominant in a Chargers uniform. Uh, uh, I would go after yeah. Thule. I would like to. Oh, mm-hmm. damn. It's, see, there are some players that I know that might be available there. So, I mean, it's going to be exciting to see exactly who we take but i definitely want somebody that can if it's going to be defense help control and stop the run um but if not i hope it's offense and really helps to raise herbert's floor and show off his ceiling yeah he's got an arm we can't just so you can pay him the fattest contract in nfl history next year yeah well (laughs) hopefully we get that shit done now (laughs) and that way some other team tops it um but yeah, yeah, like you were saying last week, like the the that Jalen Hurts contract, he's the highest paid player in NFL for history for now. Yeah, because it's, it's probably gonna change it's gonna change every year. Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. No, Joe Burrow <laughs> might get a contract this month or an extension, you know, before the uh the season even starts or before the preseason. Why did he win the Super Bowl? He went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> he did just as good as Jalen Hurts. <laughs> And I'm over here, like, looking at Super Bowl participant Jalen Hurts and Super Bowl participant Joe Burrow, and I'm like, hey, Chargers, you don't have to pay Justin Herbert as much. He did not do that, okay? Let's save some of that money. save some of that money for some O-line, for some receivers. Uh, Yeah, but it's going to be interesting to see who was available that late, who the Chargers decide to pick, and then how they develop into the Chargers game plan. But Josh, uh Josh Downs is another good receiver that you can pick up like from North Carolina. Nice. I've already I just I just started hearing that name. Josh Downs. Okay. Yeah. Yes today maybe. He's good. Uh yeah, but all the wide receivers, uh Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh Jordan Addison. Quentin Johnston. Who's that? Yeah, where's, TCU. where's that? Out of TCU. Yeah, he's he, nice. He, I, I think they're ranking him number one ahead of those guys. That's what I was saying was like DK body and like DK and Tyler Lockett put together. Yeah. I I wouldn't mind if not as good as him, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't mind if the Chargers pulled like a Raiders move and went with like the fastest receiver available. Like maybe not a first rounder, but someone who ran like a four, three or a four, two. Cause that's that speed that over the top, that like Tyreek uh, factor. It we don't have that. We, yeah. I mean, we have Jalen Guyton. I mean, he was out with the, I think an ACL uh, for most of the year, but he's our fastest guy and he's just one guy and he's like the third or fourth receiver on the team. Yeah. So like to get somebody that's got that John Ross type speed where they just, Three people have to always be thirty yards back. Hey, maybe you guys can change for John Ross. Yeah, no, he's I available. He's, available. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> John Ross was a four-two-five, something like that. 
cautionary what? tale. That, didn't even that's matter. What he was, he was exactly. a cautionary tale. <laughs> Don't go too fast. Yeah. Uh, anything else about the uh, NFL draft? Any other thoughts that you guys had? I mean, we won't have to do all the all thirty-two picks, but I uh, not just of this draft, but I had like some Seahawk first-round hitters from uh, the past, you know, and when we hit on this on the draft, and like uh, I got nineteen eighty-one with the fourth pick, we picked <laughs> Kenny Easley out of UCLA, Hall of Famer, fourth pick. Uh, 1990. Uh, we had the third pick. Nine years later, we got Cortez Kennedy out of Miami, D tackle, okay. Hall of Famer. Uh, 1997. <laughs> uh, we had the number three pick and the number six pick. The number three pick didn't hit, but number six, we got Walter Jones out of Florida State, nice. Hall of Famer. Who was the number three pick? Uh, let's not talk about him, okay? <laughs> it's just some some guy. <laughs> he was a bum. Uh, it was. Is he like six seven? It was Sean Springs. Oh, Ohio State. Yeah. Oh, he had an all right uh, career. He was all right. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I would say yeah. he was pretty good. Um, in two thousand, we had at pick nineteen, we got Sean Alexander. <laughs> that was a, nice, I would say that nice. was a hit. Two thousand one, pick seventeen, Steve Hutchinson. Uh, he was a Hall of Famer. Uh, and then Hutch. most recently, like I think our best pick since 2010 was in 2010, uh, Earl, Earl Thomas. Mm. Now we didn't get DK till the second round, which was kind of shocking. They were like, can this guy even play? He just broke his neck. Like, yeah, well, yeah, he, he also said that Ole Miss were knowing through to him. Yeah. <laughs> well, didn't AJ Brown play there too? Yeah. Cause they were at the time they were still running, I think triple option. Yeah. So like this guy's just a big ass tight end. Why does he play that? Nope, he's filthy. Uh, and yeah, I guess last year uh, our our first round pick was Charles Cross, and he played every single game for us last year. Offensive tackle. Yeah, out of Mississippi mm-hmm. State. Seahawks nailed that draft last year. I think they had the most productive um, picks in the in the draft. Yeah, yeah. They, all like, their rookies like played hella snaps. Yeah. Right? All the games. Nice. Yep, we started, had. Yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah. He, uh, it's either him or Kobe Bryant. One of those two led the league in forced fumbles, which I was like, what the fuck? Uh, Tariq Woolen led the league in interceptions. Nice. Yep. Got fucking robbed. Of the <laughs> defensive. Rookie of the year. Rookie of I the mean, year. I mean, I guess if they don't throw to you ever, then that's they a, must be scared, right? That's, so that's the problem Daryl Revis had, right? Yeah. Another famous Chet who got the Revis Island. But Let's yeah, see. I'm excited. Thursday is going to be active. Like, like I said, we haven't had a high pick like this mm-hmm. in like a while. It's, um, it sounds like the the Seahawks have had some good luck in that first round over the years. Definitely yeah. a lot more than the Chargers had. Or the Raiders. <laughs> I'm only seeing three Hall of Famers. Well, I mean. Yeah, Kellen Winslow with the 13th pick in 1979. Uh, you might have heard him. He's the father of Kellen Winslow Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. 1990, fifth overall pick, Junior Seau at the USC. And in 2001, fifth overall pick, LaDainian Tomlinson. What about DJ uh, Fluker? Fucking, geez, when did DJ Fluker? Was that 2013? DJ Fluker, Manti Teo. I honestly Keenan thought Allen Fluker, was the third round pick. I thought Fluker was going to be really good in that. 
I thought so too. He looks really good this year at Alabama's pro day. <laughs> uh, the Chargers also had uh, the number one overall pick in 2004 and drafted Eli Manning, who would not play with them. Uh, they eventually <laughs> flipped him for uh, Philip Rivers. And then I think next year's first rounder they used on Sean Merriman. And then a bunch of guys uh, that I'm looking Sean at that uh, lights out. Bunch yeah, he stole Lofa Tatupu's rookie of the year. He was all juiced up. Yeah. <laughs> lights out. Yeah, I'm looking at first round picks. Running back Ryan Matthews, Melvin Ingram, Jason Verrett. Hey, he was pretty good for a little bit, Ryan Matthews. He was like solid for like three, four years. Yo, but he was following LaDainian Tomlinson. So it was like this expectation that he like, was going to yeah. be great. But what was yeah. he out of Fresno State? Yeah, he was pretty Yeah, good. I thought he was going to be like, yeah, like a, a good replacement. And then he, I think he might, he might have just fell short of those uh, expectations. But Probably. whenever they talk about, like, name a running back that would age you, like, or some, like, one of those posts on uh, Instagram, yeah. like, name a running back no one talks about anymore. I always think Ryan Matthews. Just He's good, though. Ryan Matthews in a fucking Eagles jersey. <laughs> uh, what, what is your favorite Raiders draft pick? Like you have a first rounder. You have a first rounder that you're like, yeah, that yeah, that that worked. Bo Jackson. Oh yeah, that's that's the goat right there. What pick was that? One. But he first got overall? Uh, from Tampa. Um, Tampa drafted him. Held out, I think, a whole season and went to play baseball instead. And then his rights were traded to the Raiders. Uh, you guys picked Sebastian Janikowski in the first round? Yeah, and it turned out pretty good. He probably the one of the best <laughs> kickers ever in the league. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, he's also true. one of the highest scorers in Raiders uh, history. Yeah, I think he has like a bunch of scoring, scoring records. And he can um, smack people. I've seen him hit people. On kickoff returns, and you're like, wait, wait, who hit him? Yeah, the he's kicker. A <laughs> uh, Hall of Famers drafted in the first round by the Raiders in uh, 1967, Wilson. Gene Upshaw, 1973, Ray Guy, 1982, Marcus, Marcus Allen, Allen. Marcus. Yep. 1988, Tim Brown. Yep. Bo Jackson's not on there. Fourth overall. He only had such a oh Bo Jackson got drafted career. by the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks. Oh, and they then traded over. He sat it out. He sat out a year. He didn't want to play for the Bucks. And he went to play baseball. And finally they decided to uh trade his contract over and the rights were given to the the were they LA at the time? Or the Oakland. Oh yeah, LA Raiders. Yeah. So fourth overall pick, nineteen ninety eight, Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. Yeah, I mean, right. So right now the best in the last ten years, their best pick has been a third rounder, Max Crosby. So oh, okay, yeah, yo, Max Crosby in the third, and to right. see what he's to what like he is now. Doing, oh, that's Khalil Mack. Mack. Khalil Mack is a beast. What was he's he not a Raider anymore? So we shall not speak. Twenty fourteen, uh, pick five. <laughs> he was pick five, fifth he's overall. To... Yeah, yeah. Oh, and people were it just doesn't have him in here as. In we the also Hall have the biggest yeah. bust of all time in Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, supposed yeah. to be. See, I would argue, I wouldn't argue with that. But then Ryan Lee played in the league, so true. Back up, back up, back up, back up, yeah. back up. <laughs> Wait a minute, bigger bust: Jamarcus Russell, Ryan Lee. 
Brian Leaf. Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> Marcus Russell was misunderstood. That's all. Uh, Jamarcus Russell didn't want to play football. No, but he sure wanted to get paid. He wanted to get paid, though. Was, was Jamarcus Russell the one they gave, like, the tapes to? The, like, and he didn't watch yeah, it? Yeah, he didn't watch them. <laughs> but the tapes were blank? Yeah, and he lied to them. And he was like, oh, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> they were like, oh, this that's where they got not the, doing uh, his homework. On draft day, the movie, you know how they gave that dude, uh, he never sent in the 20 bucks in the story? Like, if you yeah. opened up the playbook, there was, like, 20 bucks or 100 bucks uh, taped to the back of your playbook if you went to the stuff. And he was the only one that never sent, that didn't send the twenty bucks back in, because he's the only one that didn't read the playbook. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's a weird tangent. Do you to go see on. any any prospects this year that have bustability? Tons, man, it's scary. I think uh, a- Anthony Richardson, yeah, is right like off the, the bat, biggest... Anthony. You know, and and it's hard not to uh, pay attention though because. Like when will you ever see another six foot four, two hundred thirty pound dude run down? You know what I mean? Uh, the the track at four four speed on a forty. Yeah. And Is that then Cam all, right, Cam Newton wasn't even that fast. They showed like the, the, the holograms. <laughs> yeah, he was he was like so many lengths ahead. But he also, if you saw him throw the long ball, none of them he was throwing from the nine and hitting people at the other twenty five. That's, okay. That's very Jamarcus Russell esque. Sixty yards, right. flick of the wrist. Yeah, look at flick me on my knee, throw a ninety yard pass. He probably right. that's probably the selling point for the fucking owner yeah. of the Raiders. We're like, it yep, that's be. my guy. Yeah. That's my I mean, guy. And he won them a championship that year at LSU. So, but also you saw Anthony Richardson uh, in the his pro day hit the top of the gym they were in. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's like, wow. No, you know what? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I think. I think I can develop him. You know, you have to, you have to have a certain kind of like uh, swagger to be like, nah, I'm going to draft him. I'm going to turn into the best player ever. So, I mean, I think Anthony Richardson has got the potential, but I don't, and I don't think the expectations are as high for Anthony Richardson. I think people know he's going to be someone they got to develop. When you talk about bus, I feel like expectations are, are included oh, in that term. So like then J- Jalen Carter. I feel like way. Will Levis goes number two and doesn't pan out. That's a bust. You know, CJ Stroud, depending on where he goes, like if CJ Stroud goes number one or number two overall and doesn't do great, does like a Trey Lance. That's yeah, is he bust. a bust? That's what I was just thinking. I was like, is Trey Lance a bust? I know Trey Zach Lance Wilson is a bust, but a bust. that's because just he, from expectation. Yeah, Zach Wilson for sure. Yeah. But if if CJ Stroud falls to like, you know, the 15th pick and no, that's you know, still takes a, a year or two to kind of really get into the flow of things, right? People aren't talking about him as a bust. He's like no. a you know, just a learning quarterback. So I think it depends on who goes early. And I think, I think like I think it's going to be Will Levis was the biggest bust potential for me, unless Bryce Young, who's the you know the expectations are set super high for, right. unless he just doesn't pound at all, pan at out all, at man. all, then it would be him. But I think Will Levis is probably the most likely, just because I don't think he's really got. I think he looks more like a good quarterback than he is a good quarterback, hmm. and so people um, people are projecting him to you know be the number two pick and be the savior of whatever team he goes to, but he might be Davis Mills. Like that's, I feel you know, that. 
he doesn't have the neck to be David's man. Are you guys have you guys seen the like internet personality named the Throw God? Have you heard of him? Uh-uh. It's like the he's this white dude. He played college football. He was like on Russell Wilson's team, I believe, at North NC State. Yeah, he was like the backup there, and he just all he does is like talk shit about all the quarterbacks and stuff. And he 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 has a cannon, right? Like he he throws. He's showing videos of him throwing and stuff. But he has this big gut. And he just talks mad shit. I feel like Will Levi- Levis could be like that guy. I'm gonna send you guys some videos of this guy. And He's bounding down. Yeah, kind of. Exactly. Like that fucking mentality. Like Uncle Rico, wanna see me throw it over the mountain? <laughs> I throw the ball fast as fuck. Uh, yeah, for, but for me, it's gonna be Jalen Carter just because his expectations are high because people were saying without that incident um, one, with his man. teammate dying, they, yeah, they said he could is the best player in the draft, talent-wise. And then him not taking visits with other teams, I think him dropping will make him a bust. You know what I mean? Like, I, I hope Jalen Carter hurt falls. His I hope Jalen Carter falls to number 21. But I think if he's there at 20, the Seahawks pick him up. Like, no. Like, yeah, no no question about yeah, it. Yeah, no question Like, about oh, it, we so. can get two of the top five yeah. line defensive linemen can, in the draft? Can you imagine if the Seahawks <laughs> took Will Anderson and Jalen Carter in the first round? I'd be like, I'd, I'd be like, watch out, Niners, y'all getting fucked, <laughs> bro. I won't mind. Jalen Carter's gonna be out of the league in a year. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> jokes, jokes. I, yo, that's definitely the the defensive tackle that you know presence that I would like yeah. for the Chargers to oh, to pick. Sure. So if the Chargers moved up because Jalen Carter dropped to like sixteen, seventeen. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be mad if they moved up and, and got him. Got him, yeah. Because it would probably be a lot less than trying to trade up to, you know, the number three overall pick, the number five, the seven, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. This uh, this Thursday night, are you guys going to be watching uh, the NFL first round draft? Of course. Yep. Up until pick five, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I pick 20, too. He shortened the time, I think, between picks. Oh, what? Think, Please, thank you. Thank I think, you. I think, I'm not sure. They were talking about it, shortening the time between picks. So, I feel like it's it was 10 for the first <laughs> round, and then it goes to like five or less for the, I, yeah. for the further Second, into the draft it goes. Super, yeah, super short, like the rest of the draft. Um, bam, that is uh, us breaking down at least the first part of the NFL draft that's going to be this Thursday, April 27th. Where are they at? Kansas City? Kansas City. Kansas City. Kansas City. Which is weird, I think. That's <laughs> I mean, that's the most random place that they I say Canton is so where far. you should just have it every year. Well, where they had it in New York at what Radio yeah. City Music Hall forever. Yeah, I like that they're moving around. And have like, it in Vegas. Because then you'll find out which rookie's going to be Solid yeah. ones, because <laughs> if you have in Vegas, Vegas and they get drafted, whoever's going start. out to hang out, whoever's going to hang out, you'll see who you can count on to hang out <laughs> on their own <laughs> right off the bat. Bro, if you're in the NFL and you get drunk, you better be using that car service. Uh, I th- did. I, did they have it in NF in Vegas recently? Last year? Yeah, yeah, last year, and it went really good. Yeah. No one died. That's they, great. They, they do it again. 
So Vegas, so the Raiders can get a quick scout on how drunk people get in their right, locale. Right. <laughs> That's um, my reasoning. Yeah, the NFL draft this Thursday. I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited to see how the the picks go and the dominoes fall. What teams really declare themselves as like in the running, ready to go, win now, or rebuilding, wait till next year. Yeah, we're going to really see. This is one of those I think this is the this is the biggest point in the offseason is teams that have gone through the free agency and are now ready to declare their intentions with these big rookie draft picks. Yes. Nice. Um, shout outs. Shout out to y'all too. Appreciate you guys for coming on mm-hmm. um, and doing this deep dive into the uh, NFL draft. I, re- I love talking football and you guys make it even easier than um, it is for me to be able to have these conversations. I just like talking. I don't care what the fuck we talk about. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. I'm down to talk and, and to record and to. I'll do some research though, so I'm not like sound too stupid. Get in here, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, I will do a shout out. Shout out, Em Tongi. We find out mm-hmm. tonight if you made it to the freaking top twelve. Be Let's better. go. I'm Stop. rooting for you. His performance last night, uh, the ABBA song. Mm-hmm. I saw it. Yeah. It was good. It he's, was. He's good. He's the best. <laughs> and whoever is helping him pick music is uh, spot on because right. It's always something that he can put like his whole emotion and like heart, mm-hmm. so he can hear it. Like, he, I'm I'm pretty sure he's still channeling the loss of his father. So a yeah. lot of the music, it sounds super personal when he's singing it. So that's dope. Whoever's helping him pick music, shout out to them too. I'm pretty sure he has a cover of that song um, on his YouTube channel. And yeah, I, I think he's, one. I think he's going through and seeing which one of these songs uh, he, he is really good at singing nice. and that is going to, you know, connect. And that also already has like a pretty good um, engagement. Uh, to, and yeah. you know those songs that people have been probably watching and listening to for years that are on his YouTube video or on his YouTube channel, those might be the ones that he selects to you know play the next round when if you yeah. know he gets voted in and moves forward to the it's top dope. twelve. He did a Spawn Breezy song, so I think yeah, in Spawn Hawaii Breezy, too. Yeah, good. Spawn Breezy should just let him have the song. Then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Spawn Breezy yeah. got a. A big hit for that too. I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure his uh his streaming went up real high yeah. that night. After I was like, I Every song that. he sings boosts their streaming. Like yeah. I listened to the ABBA song today. I'm sure everyone else did mm-hmm. too, because you know I want to compare. Yeah. I like yeah. his version way more. Yeah. I think a yeah, lot of, of old Paulies love ABBA. Like my grandma's one oh. of her favorite song was Dancing Queen. I thought he was about to bust that one out. I was that's like every that's every <laughs> time one's favorite. You should I was like, if you, if you play written, that, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> If you ever get a chance to go to Samoa Mike and you ride a Aingo bus, there's no way you're not hearing Dancing Queen on the Oh, I'm excited. I want to go now. Lance knows. Bro, for real. That, yeah. Cornerstone music right there. There's buses that literally play. They have that ABBA. It was a DVD, and they did, like, their show. Buses will play that DVD nonstop from one side of the other back, and all you hear is, like, Dancing Queen or money, money, money. And you're like... (laughs) A lot of the younger kids are like, not that bus. <laughs> 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 not that bus. We'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. <laughs> next bus, um, next bus. Yo, but, yeah, uh, shout out to Ian American Idol. Get it. Yeah, shout out to uh, <coughs> Katie Penwetze, who hey. made her decision to transfer to NC State. Let's get it. Um, yeah, so look out, ACC. Y'all, new sniper in the building. So 
Um, I'm glad she found uh, where she felt most comfortable and was able to get out there, sign those papers, and now she'll be part of the Wolfpack. Nice. Run with the I have, pack. I have a, a source. I mean, it's all been reported that Haley Van Lith visited LSU. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's she, and she's she probably already, about to go there. She's probably about to yeah, go there. That's lame in, as fuck. <laughs> it's, it's, it's still in her bio where no contact because she already knew where she was going. So uh, that's yeah. it's an interesting decision, um, kind of Kevin Durant esque, in my opinion. But right. I mean, yeah, yeah. if Maybe you want to win a championship, I yeah, guess right. right. I would try to get paid, and I feel like the money is more divided up in LSU than it would be at Louisville, where you're like the main star. Yeah, because well, um, they still got Flauji, who's already making money because she raps. Uh, the other girl left for the draft, drafted high. So, I mean, there might be some money for Angel Reese there. is still there, too. I feel like, I mean, there's not like a, a cap on the total amount, right? Like you can spend for one team. Like just because other people are getting money on your team doesn't necessarily mean that there's not dollars for you. I feel no. like no. because they're such stars, own. because they're such stars, they like they'll deals. raise her platform from right. what it would have been at Louisville at its max to be like, right. oh, but now you're a you're one of the stars at an even bigger LSU. Yeah, that just and won a can, championship or something. She can make her own NIL deal now there. That's going to be big. You know, yeah. she doesn't have to go with like some of the schools, but because she's in a different a championship market. Yeah, uh, her NIL will be a lot more marketable, I think, coming out of LSU. Business deal for sure, you know, whether it's winning a championship or making money. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're probably going to make most of their money in college because the, the WNBA doesn't pay that much. Overseas doesn't pay that much. Um, so, yeah, good for her. Yeah. Do your thing. Um. Yeah, also shout out to my sister, Katie. She was the competing Katie's. in Virginia at the EY by EYBL. Oh, that's dope. Their team went out there? Turn- yeah. yeah. I think just she did. I don't know. Maybe it was her or the team. Anyways, she was killing. She's a dog. I'm excited nice. to see where she goes. Hell yeah. I- I'm going to predict Oregon just because uh, I'm cool with their girls basketball coach. He was also the coach at Gonzaga when I was a practice oh, player there on the women's team because that was the best. That was the easiest for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like free shoes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. And you get to post me up. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> so let me see my girlfriend back there. <laughs> I know. I did look. <laughs> hey, how was no, that, uh, how's that kitchen work going? Oh, I'm glad because they were pounding up here like at 520. So oh, I was damn. like, I was like, oh, please be done, please be done in time, so I don't have to mute myself every five seconds. Um, oh, they were, oh five twenty p.m. before we started recording. Yeah, oh, yeah, damn. they left at like five twenty-five. <laughs> I was, I was getting worried. I thought but they were the kitchen's looking the great. They just painted, installed cabinets, did nice. the floors and the countertops. So I think we just now need a couple more things and then installation of appliances, and we all good to go. Nice. Fire. No uh, problems she, during construction. That's how it. That's how it needs to go. Amen. Shout out to uh, Chelsea Gray. Uh, they're in the final four right now in Europe, Euroball, and she's playing in it. So she could possibly be the, be the finals MVP here and the finals there. 
Yeah, she's killing. Uh, so shout out to you, her and my sister Tip out there in Turkey. And shout out to my tattoo artist, my brother-in-law, Ali Bafusi. Uh, if you need some ink done and you're in like the Federal Kent area, anywhere around Wait, those what? areas. Yeah, Federal, yeah. He's, he's, he's dope. He's dope. They, so if you look out um, Paco Polynesian Tattoo, they're really dope. The artists there are pretty dope. Uh, he goes under Lee's Ink if you're on Instagram. Oh. Uh, yeah, so really great work. He's been working pretty hard, like, and he took the time out to do my tattoo when he's had all these other uh, customers. But right after he did mine, I think he's been in a solid like four or five uh, pieces in a row that are just like bigger pieces. So, oh, damn. yeah, uh, they got a couple great artists out there uh, at Paco Polynesian. Check them out if you can. Uh, if we're doing artists, too, we have a friend who uh, bolted back to American Samoa. To get his pill, uh, hey. I think the, I think he was the sword to his sister, who got her model, which is freaking amazing. I'm um, so, you know, I mean, for the culture, uh, for our culture, I love seeing it. He looks really great with his pill, uh, but he's working out of American Samoa. Teeny Needles, uh, our friend Teeny, uh, dope. He's he's working out of a shop. And American Samoa. Sorry, I don't remember the name of the shop, but I know a guy named Tanu who used to tattoo out of Seattle as well. He's back home. So they're working together. He's working at a Tanu shop. Uh, man, there's been, I mean, there's so many poly tattoo artists right now who are just amazing, killing in the game. Those are only a few that we just named. But yeah. Shout Hook out to uh, Philoid Inc. Yeah, Josh. Uh, he, uh, he actually is going to be back in the Washington, Oregon. Uh, Area in June, I think, if I'm correct. You, know, you got to book these guys early. Yeah, I, like, you know what? There's a guy out here who does eyeballs. So let me know. I, my bartender, Ooh. her husband just got his eyeball started, which is <laughs> which is crazy. Nice. I'm gonna have to hit him up. Yeah. <laughs> if oh man, so if I do it all black, then you won't be able to tell I'm cross-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a. It's it's IDTV. I think they're also under um, what is uh, I forgot. But IDTV, there's a girl on there. She's a tattoo artist out of London. Her name is Grace something. But she has a show where she goes into like Korea and has like the underground cosmetic world, uh, like tattoos. But she gets her eyeballs tatted in one of the shows. Oh my god! And it's it's just purple. You can just see the ink like shoot in, like it's like Ooh. just you know what I mean, just floating yeah. in, uh, and it's pro. And it's, I was like, that's crazy. But I mean, getting this tattoo, Ooh. I know there's no way I'm getting my eyeballs tatted after my <laughs> my artist was going over my cap. I was like, bro, he said, hey, and he was looking out for me. Do you want to take a break? I was like, I do, but if you break, I don't think I'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> way to be a champ. Oh man, hey, yeah, man. Tab, man, good stuff. Yeah. Is a lot of these artists, man, and uh, oh, and shout out to Lex because he is apprenticing right now to be a tattoo artist. Hey, Lex fifty five. So oh, up, nice, man. On that journey, yeah, he he's uh begun that journey to be a tattoo artist, and uh, he's a great artist already. So if you got when he's ready, you guys are gonna want to know that name also in the tattoo uh, world. Lex fifty five. Check out his website. 
at Lex55 or his Instagram. Uh, the t-shirts he's got selling out there are dope. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, yo, sick like a cultural anime like song yep, ones. Cultural, yep. Yeah, yep. And then he's got They're those dope. cards. They got those cards when we were at the Four Days of Aloha Fest. Oh yeah, did you pick some up? Yeah, I haven't those opened them. I don't want to use them. They're dope. Yeah, <laughs> speaking of anime, Lance, I got another one for you that just started, literally on episode three, called. Uh, Hell's Paradise. Hell's Paradise. Hell's Paradise. It's about a ninja. Uh, he's hard to kill, obviously. Uh, gets a wife. Gets in trouble. Uh, is sent to this island. This is just the gist of it. Sent to this island with, uh, with like a, I guess, a monitor to monitor him, and he's got to bring back this elixir for, for immortality to the top shogun there, or he gets killed. But. It's really dope. Um, yeah. Nice. Hell's Paradise. Hell's I watched Paradise. some of that uh, that Scissor 7 uh, last week oh, with uh, like Ronnie oh. Chang. Yeah, yeah. This, this is funny. I did Hilarious. not expect uh, to be so moved in the second episode when uh, that dog and cat were like... I'm telling you, man. Estranged lovers. Right? <laughs> I'm telling you. I was like, oh, it's, oh, it's a story. I'm telling you. I like it. I like it. Um, but I, yeah, I definitely need to try to sit down and figure out. Oh, it, uh, my one-year-old was watching Scissor 7 with me, and she was like, oh, nice. She was like walking up to the TV like, oh, color is cartoon. And I was like, Dad's oh, watching cartoons. We're lit. people in half and shit. I was like, hey, come here. And she's like, no, this is cool. And I was like, all right, I guess we I guess we watch anime together. Well, the, first, the first time I ever watched Ninja Scrolls, I was like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Yo, that's another thing. It, it feels like uh, anime is there are rules where you have to suspend your disbelief because crazy shit is happening all over the place. And I'm oh, always sure. like, well, that doesn't make sense. Why would that, you know, happen? But like, I'm still working on suspending the disbelief and really just being in the medium and enjoying the stories. But I definitely need to watch it, more different stories. If it stories. helps for you, Japanese do believe that some of these things could have happened back in like, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's ways they they do believe that some of these things could happen. Yeah, I'm thinking. Wait, okay. What would you say was like would be like the most realistic anime? Like, there. I mean, I guess that's not real. No, because they have like um, if you want something without like, I guess like supernatural stuff, from the, you can watch like um, uh, Neroni Kenshin. Oof. And they have, and if you don't want to watch the anime right now, if you want to like get familiar with it, if you go on Netflix, they should have the three live action yep. films that were done very, very well. They did good. I watched them all. Solid. Yeah. Neroni. Neroni Kenshin. Neroni Kenshin. It's a R. It's about like a samurai dude. Yeah, who's found like peace, and he doesn't kill anymore. Nice. Um. Yeah. I'm sorry. You guys always have great in-depth like anime suggestions and have watched and I'm like oh, add it to the list number 17 instead <laughs> of like suspending disbelief you should just look at it that it might just be like a great exaggeration of what's actually happening amen okay. and yo and i think about like stage acting and how you have to like do bigger movements just to translate 
yeah you know that sort of emotion or that, those actions because like little stuff in film doesn't translate on stage so i'm trying to think of it like that it's like you know an exaggeration it's just like a really big showing how, how much power how much speed is really yeah. going on nice baki is also really fun uh, oh my so, god yeah. that would that one throw all your reality away <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's like a, a fighting of tournament is like these guys are like literally their styles of fighting how powerful they are it's crazy it's there's crazy. one that netflix had that i've been waiting for a second season but i forgot what it's called it's like a fighting tournament uh and all of the corporations are competing yeah i forgot what it is you got Kengen that Ashura. one. Kengen Ashura. Yeah. yeah. They also have uh, the, what is it? Gods of High School? Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. That yeah. one's crazy. And these are like fighting shows. <laughs> like fight. So you also have to understand that the Japanese, when they, like uh, for them, males reach their peak within like 16 to like oh, right. 24. So these guys are super young. Like in, like a lot of the times you're like, damn, why is this high school guy fighting grown men? Because that's usually when they reach their like you know, when they're supposed to be men already. And, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Thank yeah. you. Uh, thanks again for more of the good anime suggestions. I'm oh, yeah. to the list. Um, and thank you guys for your time uh, tonight and coming in to talk and break down this NFL draft. Um, so shout out to y'all. Um, shout out to group therapy, which I've started going to. Uh, mostly nice. because I can't afford individual therapy. That's just not part of my insurance plan. Uh, right now working on it working on it um yeah it's mostly just talking through stuff and trying to figure out how to deal with uh stress or anxiety or past trauma and stuff but they're like don't talk about your trauma we're just gonna go over some lessons on how to better like handle your stuff or like coping and all that yeah talk um, about your trauma is an extra 50 bucks yeah they're like that <laughs> is that would be individual like one-on-one -on -one counseling this is just kind of helping you guys in a group figure out uh, well, what to do it's through the va so that should I'm, I, I'm I feel not gonna, like it's helping i'm not gonna tell you that i'm a certified <laughs> psychologist or uh, but uh that is my background in school um so if you ever want to go take a ride somewhere, just put on some music. You want to talk to you, let me know, man. Like hit this blunt, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that might, that hey. might be part of the session. <laughs> Let's walk around the neighborhood block a couple of times. We're gonna we're gonna try it to at least, you know, what I mean, hear your problem out before uh, we get blinded. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I think just like sometimes talking out loud about what you think about all the time. Um, talking to yeah. yourself can be super helpful, and then just having other people soundboard it and support you is uh, sure. really good. So yeah, definitely. In, shout out to shout out to therapy. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to this. Shout out to us. Shout, shout out, out to, to listeners. Yeah, shout out to people listening. Hey. Shout out to uh, Levasa yep. Island Apparel, brother Eri, Jose down there in uh, Modesto. We love you, Eri. Uh, we miss you, man. Yeah, I want to get him uh, back on here and see uh, how he's doing, where the next drop is, where the uh, next pop-up is going to be. I know he's going to be up here in Vancouver um, the this summer, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but trying to get him up to the Polyfest in Auburn in August, trying to get him <laughs> just wherever. But I know the wave stays moving. It is uh, 
uh, is not stationary. Wave after wave, he's all the way out in Texas, you know. So I'm sure, he, move, I'm sure he's going to be yep. moving. Shout out to Live Off Island Apparel. Yeah, and that's uh, that's our episode. Anything uh, before we go for the people? Great Man. advice that you can think of in ten seconds. Stay in drugs and don't do school. <laughs> Stay in drugs. Yeah. Well, don't sweat the petty things. Just pet the sweaty things. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we're also going to be talking about that bouncer tales, how to diffuse stuff in the club. Um, and I think we can also, I want to talk more about someone tattoos and, you know, Bella's. Oh, for sure. Malu's. So as the whole thing, how it works, what the expectations are, I think that'd be dope too. Um, but I know our next episode is also going to be recapping what happens in this week's NFL draft. So make sure to tune in <clears throat> next week and we might be able to do some stuff uh, even live after the draft. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you're following us at Balinesian on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok or uh, send us a DM with a comment or question at uh, Balinesian at gmail.com. Nice. For Mike Fiso, Forrest Dodalau, I am Lance Falitongo. Thank you for listening. That is our episode. See you next week. Stay hydrated. Stay blessed. Stay ballin'. Love and light. Peace. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs>